You're listening to the Best in the World Sports Report. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here once again. Best in the World Sports Report. What's going on? My name is John Brown. My partner in crime right here, Mr. Jovan Alford. Back yep, once yep. again in our palatial, palatial, is that the word? Uh, I guess it is. Look, I man. Know what, what word you was going with that. Like straight out of North Philly. Live on the set. Live or the set. On location. On location. Here we go with the best in the world sports report. Uh, didn't do a show last week. Nope. But we are back. You know, we took the Eagles had a bye, so we took a bye. Which is respectable. Yeah. I mean, look. Let's be real. We're not making a lot of money from the show. So, nah. You know, sometimes... We kind of been on a roll when the Eagles are winning. Yeah. Do a show. Yeah. So they weren't they weren't playing, so it was just kind of yeah, like, all so right. We, so we took off for time a little to bit. rest up. Yeah, yeah. There's not. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But look, all right, we are back, just like the Eagles are back. Big game this week. All right, it's Dallas week. Yep. We already know what's going on. You already know how you know how it's going down. But where's my phone? I'm looking for my phone as as I as we do the show. But Cowboys. All right. I think maybe. I guess. Let me ask. Let me start by asking you this: You see the state that the Cowboys are in, mm-hmm. five and four. A lot of people had a lot of expectations for this team when they, uh, a lot of expectations when it, when uh, the season started. Mm-hmm. A lot of people had the Cowboys uh, winning the division. Yeah, yeah. winning the division uh, it hasn't worked out in their favor. Mm-hmm. They're a game over five hundred, yep. and unfortunately, they're trending downward. Yeah, you know they're they're trending down right now. So let me ask you. Let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Do do you feel like there's like the, like this game doesn't have the, the 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 punch that you thought it would at the beginning of the season? I mean, yeah, uh, because you probably expected the Cowboys to be a little bit better, and you might expect it the Eagles to be kind of like the underdog coming into the game. But roles have completely switched up. Whereas the Eagles are, you know, far and far and ahead, ways better than the Cowboys, but this game still means a lot. I mean, we've seen just when it comes to any NFC East game that records don't matter. You could throw the records out the window. Like each game, each each game against a division opponent matters, especially when it comes to Dallas. It doesn't matter how good you are, if you're bad. You know, this game still means a, a lot, and for the Eagles. <clears throat> On Sunday, this definitely means a lot for them because if they win, they can really separate themselves. You they know, win, they from... win. They win this week. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty much the division, barring a major collapse, mm-hmm. is ours. Yeah, and I'm tr- so many people. Pretty much, they they see that, and they're just like, you know what? Um, they're just like. Okay, the Super Bowl, you know, it's Super Bowl or bust. And I guess I I hoped on this show, I hope this week we could talk a little bit more of when is the right time to really start believing. Like, I'm not sure if I'm there yet. And I feel like like I could, I, I could go either way. Mm-hmm. I could go either way. Because right now, there, there's part of me like, you know what? Why not? Right. Why not? You see what's going on in this division. You see what's going on in the league right now. There's, mm-hmm. There is no juggernaut team. No. We thought it was going to be the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. That might not be the case. 
like at this point, Eagles play the Chiefs again. <laughs> you know, I'm 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 not afraid. No, you should feel very confident in mm-hmm. and like you said, in the NFL this year, there is no, you know, superior team. Mm-hmm. A lot of people coming in thought that the New England Patriots are going to be a superior team. Everybody thought no, no, they're, they're everybody not. Everybody yeah. thought nineteen and zero. This team's going to go nineteen and zero. They're going to win the Super Bowl, but they have issues. They, uh, they don't, they can't get pressure from the defensive line, so they have issues. Uh, their secondary was an issue for the for for the majority of well, not the majority for the first part of the season, but it seemed like they cleared that up. And I think with the Eagles, I think why we are and why some fans are pensive is because this Philadelphia sport we're waiting for the other shoe to drop and I was talking about this uh a co-worker at work and he was saying the same thing like we're Philadelphia fans we're thinking that the other shoe's going to drop eventually like mm-hmm. there's going to be that moment where we're like hit back to reality mm-hmm. it's like Nick Foles is on 27 and 2 but you know that <laughs> you know that you know the midnight min- that the clock will strike midnight and Cinderella will turn back to real life situations so i think that's why you know we feel the way that we do because we're like eight and one like and you and, and you say to yourself is this like a for real eight or one or is this a full fake eight yeah. or one <laughs> and, and, and right now and, and honestly I'm, I'm i'm sitting here and it's like what did the, what did the cowboys finish last year uh 13 and 13 and three 13 and three that was full fake yeah that was full fake, and that's not yeah to, because they because they, yeah. they were winning because of offense. Yeah, that's and and that's not to take away from Dak, and that's not to take away from Zeke or Des Bryant, because I feel like the the one thing there's a little bit too much of is, is like I don't mind comparing Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott, right? But let's get let's be clear, neither of them suck. No, you know, neither no. of them gar- are, are garbage. Mm. You know, I understand. You know, you if if you believe. If you're like me, and I do believe that Carson Wentz is better than Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. but that doesn't, you know, that's that takes nothing away from Dak Prescott. Ta- you know, I can like the Eagles. I can be a diehard Eagles fan. I can love the Eagles. I can bleed green, whatever, you know, whatever, right? You know, whatever you want to put on it. Mm-hmm. But that does not mean that Dak Prescott is garbage. Dak, no. Dak Prescott is not garbage. He's no. a real thing. He is, he's a real deal. Zeke Elliott, it's a real thing. And once again, it's like the thing about it is like I can't I can't diss Zeke because I've been on this show plenty of times leading up to that draft saying that's who the Eagles need to get. Yeah, me too. You know, I, I was up I wrote, in, I wrote a lot of things saying Zeke Elliott would be yeah. a, gr- a great pick for the Eagles. Up until how he got a first round pick right. for Sam Bradford. I'm sitting here thinking, you know, Eagles should have got Zeke. Yeah. Eagles should have got Zeke. You know, if they were going to trade up, they needed to trade up and get Zeke. You know, and, and like, this is going to be a mistake. This is going to be, a, you know, we don't need Carson Wentz. We don't need Carson Wentz. This is this is wrong. This is going to be a mistake. Minnesota's going to give us what? <laughs> Minnesota's going to give us a first-round pick. What? In a, in a fourth? In a fourth? For who? And we don't have to give up anybody other than Sam Bradford? We'll take it. Oh, never mind. Hey, welcome to Philly, Carson. Hey, way to go, buddy. All right. But, I mean, but honestly, I feel like, you know, nonetheless, I feel like Dallas is a team with holes. Uh, yeah. And and they were a team with holes last year. Right. You know, but the division was bad. The, the conference wasn't bad. 
like the con- so no. so the fact the that they yeah the conference was, was a whole strong. lot yeah the conference was a whole lot better than it was last year mm-hmm. uh, well, well me, this year it's it's yeah it it was better last year than it is this year mm-hmm. so the fact that they could finish thirteen and three and then not win a playoff game last year that surprised you know that surprised me yeah and I think like you said they do have holes and they still haven't addressed those holes well let me not say it because they have. Um, you got to give credit to them. You know they they invested in their in their secondary. They drafted a lot of young corners, just like the Eagles did. But the thing with young corners, and we've seen this with the Eagles last year with Jalen Mills, and even with Rasul Douglas this year, there's going to be a lot of growing pains, a lot, a lot, a lot of growing pains, and you need to have those reliable veterans, which Dallas kind of does have a reliable veteran, Orlando Scandrick, but you don't know which kind of guy you're going to get. You don't know if you're going to get Dallas Cowboys, Orlando Skandrick, or you don't know if you're going to get Drea just kicked me out, Orlando Skandrick. <laughs> That's messed up, dog. I'm just saying. You just you just, just <laughs> want to twist that knife. You see you see what that man is going through. You just... Hey, no, hey, nobody told you to be on, you know, those reality hey, TV man. shows. I, yeah. I understand. I understand. But look, all right. We talked about the holes that da- that Dallas has, and they got bigger problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zeke Elliott's out. That's a done deal. He's done. Should have took he's, that earlier. Yeah, he, you know, now he's kind of regretting it. And 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 look at the situation that he's in. I, I feel like the news that came out today that he has decided he's going to drop everything and just serve the suspension. It's like one had you just served it at the beginning of the season. You'd be back in right. full swing by exactly. now. Exactly. But now you sat up there. You 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 brought the NFLPA into it. They were paying your lawyer fees. They were doing everything, stepping up for you. And now you just like you know what, I'm 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 good. Right. And, he, and, and, he, and what he does hurt. that say about him? I mean, it it it's like a it's I don't want to say it's selfish, but it kind of is selfish because he was thinking about himself before the team, in a way. Like if you knew that you had the six game. Uh, suspension looming, you got to think about, okay, we know that, yeah, if you take in the beginning of the year, the first six games are important. Yes, get hearsay, they're very important. But you got to think about this. The longer you kept on pushing it off and, you know, getting these restraining orders. I mean, the dude had a new restraining order every week. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have a rest- when you put on a restraining order every single week, and it's you're prolonging the... It's in- not a good look. No, you're yeah. prolonging that uh, the the inevitable, and then there was I think there was that report, you know, thinking about you know settling. So if you're trying to settle, that sounds like you really did something wrong in in that in that particular situation. So what he ultimately did was hurt the Cowboys because in the time where they will need him the most, in the time they will need him the most, he's not going to be there. Mm-hmm. He they need him in games this month and next month mm-hmm. because right now it doesn't look like they're going to. You know, win the NFC East, but things can happen. Things yeah, can get yeah, yeah, things score, can get things can get weird. They're going to score their wild cards, you know, because it's like you. All right, the Eagles are running away right now with right. this with this conference. Barn, yeah. barn, anything yeah. crazy happening. Eagles are running away with this right now, mm-hmm. but the rest of the pack is yeah, the pretty. Wild, yeah, yeah, the wild card yeah, is it's, very, it's, very it's fishy right yeah, now. It's tight, and now here you are going, you know. Basically into the second half of the season, the final stretch, mm-hmm. teams are making their playoff push. Right. You know, and it's like you look at the rest of this division and you're seeing teams that are ripe. Green Bay 
with the issues they have. Yes, Brett Huntley's playing a little bit better, but he's, but not, still, Aaron he's not Aaron Rodgers. And now you got Aaron Jones out for his three to six weeks. Exactly. Then you look at Seattle with uh, losing Richard Sherman this week. Yeah, and the offensive and, line is still in shambles with Dwayne Brown getting hurt. Oh my, and that, they, Seattle's so jacked up. They're looking to Byron Marshall. Uh, Byron Marshall. Yeah, they Byron back. Maxwell. Byron Maxwell. To to answer their issues. Yeah, and Byron Marshall also got signed by the uh, yeah. Washington this week. Yeah. So that's why he probably – was yeah, thinking Byron. Think, yeah, but 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 none but nonetheless, it's like you if you're Dallas, you need you you want Zeke on the field, right? And now he's out. Yeah, and that's and that's not good because, like you said, they're fighting for a wild card spot right now because you're thinking the top four seeds. You got the Eagles, mm-hmm. um, you got the Rams, yep. you got New Orleans, you got Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Now. In a in a weird way, this is going to be this is getting this is going to get really weird for anybody. In a weird way, these four teams right now will kind of kind of not beat each other up, but all four of these teams will have to play each other eventually. So, I mean, we got the Rams; they're going to have to play Minnesota. They're going to have to play New Orleans, and they're going to have to play the Eagles. All those games affect every one of them. Yep, every everything's in play. Everything is in play. So, I mean, for the Cowboys, you're thinking, okay, you know, New Orleans only has two losses. I think Minnesota only has two losses. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, who else? Uh, Los Angeles only has two losses. I'll say St. Louis. Los Angeles only only has two losses. So those you not you're not going to catch those. But we look at the teams that you know have them three to four losses. You're thinking a uh, Detroit. Detroit's playing really well. Yep. They have, I think, they have control one of the, one of those wild card uh, positions, if I'm not mistaken. And then you're looking at a, a a group that has four losses, which you lost to the team that you had to beat in in Atlanta. Atlanta yep. was reeling, and you couldn't. And, and now it looks like Atlanta. The door. Yeah, Atlanta's looking like they might be turning the corner. Right. Uh, like uh, Atlanta's trending up. Dallas is tr- – unfortunately, Dallas is trending down. Yeah, they're yeah. trending down. And with that game against Atlanta, you had to think of it as – it was almost like a playoff game because yep. Yep. that game had tiebreaker implications. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cowboys losing that game. If those two teams, you know, are tied at the end of the year, that <laughs> tiebreaker is yep. going to Atlanta. Yeah, no, you're, abs- you're, you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So – you look at that. You see what's happening with the, uh, with the team right now, mm-hmm. and Zeke is the biggest problem. Yep. Still not sure about uh, Ty- Tyron Smith. Yeah. Because he missed practice today. He was held out of practice. He, he was held today. out of practice today. So, you know, this, this offense is in shambles, and is and right now this Eagles defense is playing right. They eating right now. Yeah. They, you know what I mean? They're eating. Their defense is eating. That defensive line is eating, and you're sitting up there looking at. At, at another game where you might be mi- you might be missing your key a key offensive lineman and now you're running back again. Yeah, that's and that's and that's tough going against the Eagles defense right now that's only allowing 66 yards per game. And a t- and, and 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 despite all that, this is a team that's you know playing playing with a tremendous amount of confidence. Yeah. And let me ask you let me ask you this. Do you get caught up in stuff like that? Like when when you see a team that is playing with the confidence that the Eagles are playing with mm-hmm. as a fan do you get caught up in that do you feel like you know what uh, I, I feel good dude <laughs> i do i like i'm I saying it and I, and I watch it and i watch it it's like yo i feel real good um 
and me, I'm just enjoying the ride. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that's how I'm taking it. Mm-hmm. I try not to get too overconfident because, again, like I told you in the previous shows, well, well, we, I, we, I grew up. We, I, grew, I grew up in a time of the early 2000s where, where, where dreams were crushed. I understand. Back I understand. To back I, yeah. to back to back. No. We're we're not going there with that right now. I know we're not, but I'm we're just not, saying we're not going. That's on. why that's why I'm just enjoying the ride. Mm-hmm. All right, we're doing the show, and you know, uh, as we're recording today's podcast, mm-hmm. we're live on Facebook. Yes, couple people uh, joining in. Uh-oh. Uh, my homie Jesse, Je- uh, Jesse from Fox. You know, we'll call him Jesse from Fox Chase today. Jesse, he says, "Dilly dilly, what's happening, homie?" Dilly dilly. Uh, let's see. Your queen oh, is, is, is watching. Oh, God. Yes. Queen Latoya is watching. Look at you. What the little cheese grin. Oh, find out his girl. Oh, find out his shorty is watching. Oh, God. Now you cheese grinning. Why you trolling right now? Let me find out. Oh, God. I'm proud of you, man. Oh, Look at you. You, got, you know, your shorty's watching. Now you over there grinning. Oh, God. Is your hair combed? What? Because she can see you. I mean, I'm just making sure everything everything's well, I, good. I mean, yeah, I got a hat on. So, uh, it's know. all you, you, it's all good. I keep it straight. I, I understand. I understand. Well, look, let's get back. Let's see. Oh, oh boy, Latoya says she beat you in Madden. Is that true? No comment on that. I'm not. I'm oh. not gonna. I'm not gonna. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not gonna oh. bring that. I'm not gonna bring that up. Oh. Oh. I'm not gonna bring that up. You lost to your girl in Madden. I'm not gonna bring that up. You know what? And there goes there goes Javon's microphone. I want to thank Javon for coming out and being on the show today. Uh, I, I I I you know what? I, I can't even look at you right now. I I can't. Try, what, what do you have, what do you have to say for yourself? Exactly, because you have no microphone. You lost to your girl in Madden. Oh boy! All right, uh, let's see. Talib, Talib said, "What's good, fellas? Representing, I'm in, I'm representing Philly by way of Atlanta. What's going on down there in the ATL? Appreciate you watching, my man. Make sure you check out the podcast. Uh, we're on uh, SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com/slash/bitwsports, and we come on PhillyGoFlow.com every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Right before." No, stop looking at me like you have something to say right now because you're banned. All right, you're you're, you're banned right now. All right, look, there's absolutely no excuse to ever lose to your girl in any video game ever, ever. But look, let's get back into this. Let's 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 talk about this a little bit more. All right, Talib, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate that, my my brother. All right. I want to ask you a question. I'm, I'm gonna let you speak again because right now I am. Uh, I'm a little disgusted with you, but it's all right. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let us. Is that a tear in your eye? No. Are you? Are you? Are you crying? <laughs> no. No, I'm not. I'm not. Are, I'm not. I'm not. Are, are, are I'm your not. feelings hurt? No, I'm good. Uh, all right. I'm good. All right. Talib says you. Uh, you gotta redeem yourself in Madden. In fact, uh, when, when are you gonna see Latoya again? Oh my God! Why, why is this happening? Oh my God. <laughs> It's all good. Yo, I, I I do not I do not appreciate getting exposed like this. Hey man, look, pe- pe- yo, look, look, look. Let me let me explain here. Okay, People right. only bring up once they win once, but they won't talk about the other times mm-hmm. where they gotten trashed in Madden, mm-hmm. where they got trashed in Two K, mm-hmm. 
Mm. I mean. You realize what you're doing, though. What? You're bragging about beating a girl. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> you're a savage. I, hey, I don't care. That's, that's kind of savage. If, right you, if you get trashed in 2K and I'm yeah. using the Suns and you got the Sixers, uh, you're getting trashed. Uh, uh, Just saying. Okay. All right. I hear you. That that shit that shit don't oh no, we want to see beating up on women now. You, you beat you oh, 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 not, well, you know, yeah. not you know. <laughs> look, there's a there's a context to this, all right? I'm not calling you Zeke right now, all right? I'm just saying all right, you're, you're not Zeke. OJ. You're not OJ, you're not Joe Mixon or any of those dudes, all right? Look, I'm just saying you bragging about beating your woman in video games. Strictly in video games. That's all. That is the context. No, no, no. Why are you looking at me? Look at them. I don't care. Well, all right, all right. She's laughing at you. She's in the. She's in yeah. the room right now, laughing at you. I, all right, because she's got the victory. All right. Uh, Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie checked in real quick. Wants to know why I gotta be like this. Girls can play games too. Sure you can, uh-oh, Stephanie. Uh oh. Sure, sure, sure. You, 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 can. you are about you are about the really. Hey, look, you man, about to really man. piss oh. off a core right I, I, now. Look, I, I'm not going to sit here and act like they're not, you know, girls who play video games. Now, granted, I, I'm going to be real. I have never personally met a woman who likes to play sports video games. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I that that is something I am not familiar with. Mm-hmm. So if there is a if there is a a combination, or 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 or. or, or you know, a population of women mm-hmm. who like to play sports video games, who are good at it. You know, that's new to me. Like, you know, girls I know who play video games, they play stuff like Pokemon and <laughs> and and Zelda and stuff like that. Oh God! All right, but let's stay focused. Let's stay focused. Yes. All right. The question I wanted to ask, and let, we can get into it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, is are you ready to believe? Are, are you truly ready to believe? Are you true? Because I, I know you talked about enjoying the ride and, and, and just taking this day by day. But more, it, it's, it's, it's infectious. Yes. Like more and more people are, are saying, you know what? It's Super Bowl or bust. Mm-hmm. This team could go to the Super Bowl. This team could win the Super Bowl. Right. And, you know, and, and I'm with you in the sense that I'm, I have always been like, you know what? Let me fall back. You know, I, I don't want to do too much. No. I don't want to do too much, but you know, let's let's you know what can we do. So my question is, you know, are are you ready? You know, are are you ready to say? You know, are you at a point now where you're at least close to, or at least welcoming and not discouraging people from saying, you know what, this team could win it all. I mean, I'm not discouraging, but I mean. I guess you can say encouraging that there could be a deep playoff run. I don't want to utter that s word. I've I've been mm-hmm. I've been very you know strict with that because you again you know with Philadelphia sports you always have this thing like we can win it every we can win it you know you always say like yeah this is gonna be the year like this is gonna be the year we do it and. It almost, I'm not going to say this almost reminds us of the 2004 year. No, see, that's, that, but, see, that, right. but I, people I, have no. been, people have been, you know, bringing that up. And it's just like two different, it's like the last time the Eagles were eight and one, they went to the Super Bowl all three, they went to the Super Bowl all the time, including 2004. But I'm like, that's right. a totally different team. Real quick, my man Toby says, uh, he's checking in on uh, on Facebook Live. He's saying True. it's too early to be talking Super Bowl. Let's make the playoffs first. I like, you know what? I like, I like we, that. Yeah, we like Shout that. out to you. Shout out to Toby. We appreciate I'm down, Toby. I, 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 I'm down with that. 
But you know what? It's like at at this, you know, I don't want to make light of making the playoffs because here's the thing: we're sitting here and it's Dallas week. Mm-hmm. We're welcoming the Dallas Cowboys into town, a team who well going down there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's um, you know, I'm that's what I mean. But but nonetheless, what I, what I'm saying is, you know. Dallas was in a position last year mm-hmm. that we are in this year. Yep. Whereas, like, they're, they had, you know, we, ha- we have pieces that are coming together that look like we are laying down a strong foundation for the future, mm-hmm. which they followed up the next season by taking a step back. Right. So, for me, you know, when I look at it, I don't want to end up like Dallas. Like, you know what? Wherever we go this year mm-hmm. is great. You know, it's cool to me, barring a complete meltdown in the playoffs. Right. All right. You know, com- barring, you know, something happening, you know, just an utter catastrophe of a game. Mm-hmm. You know, Doug just being completely flat out outcoached. Yeah. Carson Wentz crapping the bay. You know, the defense that we've relied upon all year not showing up. Mm-hmm. You know, that's you know, that that's something for me that would that would that would get my goat. That would make me angry. That would piss me off. Mm-hmm. That would make me depressed. But if they were to go and, and, and say a team's, you know, playing well or whatever and they lose to a team and you could sit there and say, Hey, you know what? They were the better team, yes, it would suck. Yeah. Like you know, the Eagles losing is going to suck. Yeah, but I think, know, but I think it depends. It depends on how they lose. You know, if they're competitive in the game, then it's just like, all right, you know, they lost. But again, you'll take whatever, however far they get with. You can say, okay, this is now, like you said, a part of that foundation mm-hmm. and that building block yeah. going forward. I mean, if they lose, like how they lost to the Packers a few years ago, yeah. with Vic still the interception, then. You know, yeah. all hell's gonna break loose. All hell's gonna, yeah, but it's like the thing about it is, it's funny that you brought that up because I'm, I was sitting there and I'm watching and it was like, you know, so many people put that game on Vic, mm-hmm. but I'm like, all right, you know, who, he you, actually made the right play. Yeah, he made the right play. He the threw it up to the for the, get, yeah. for the jump up he and threw, get it. He threw it to, to races Riley, who uh, <laughs> who just decided that was going to be the game. Races he was, Riley. He said that was going to be the game. I'm gonna stop catching passes right. from black people and. <laughs> <laughs> and it got beat up for the ball, but but nonetheless, it's like okay, that that game was like all right, you know, let's see where they go. Mm-hmm. But you saw what happened yep. from then on. You know that team took a step backwards. Yeah, that team t- took a step backwards, and that and it's like now you look at it, and it's like that's not legit. You mm-hmm. we have now seen teams that we thought were ready that weren't ready. Last two Eagles teams that made the playoffs, we thought were ready, but were not ready. That 27-2 Nick Foles-led team, we thought, okay, all right, ship's coming in, turn this team around, we're in the playoffs, we're looking good, okay, things are going to change. What happens the next year? Go back, you know, a couple more years, first year with Vic, you know what, they went 11 games that year? Yeah. 11 games that year, win the division. Okay, all right, we turn it around. We thought we, you know, hit a bump in the road when we thought we had our, our quarterback with Kevin Cobb. It turns out it's Michael Vick. All right, Michael Vick, once again, back to the, you know, the new ultimate weapon. <laughs> the you know, ultimate experience. Yeah, the Michael Vick experience has returned. What happens next? the next season? You know, take a step back again. Yep. So now we're here, and it's like, I, and, what gets me about it is, you know, people, it's still, 
I'm ready to embrace the Super Bowl talk. Mm-hmm. Still not ready to embrace the, the comparisons to the 2014. No. And there are a couple people on the Facebook uh, the Facebook page talking about, hey, you know, the differences. You know, we might have a better locker room than we had now. You know, this, yeah, is, this is a team that's a little more humble. But I think what may, maybe maybe not. But I feel like once again, that 04 team was a team that was ready. Yeah, that was a team that was built ready, needed that final piece to put them over the top, and T.O. was that final piece. I compare this to that 2000 team that yeah. was that was just turning the corner, finally starting to find their niche. Donovan McNabb starting to assume that role as the franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, okay, we're at the beginning, where it's like I'm, I'm now looking at playoff runs and for years to come. This is a team now. I look at this team now with Carson Wentz, possibly Jay Ajayi, as the running back with Lane Johnson as, you know, the, the left tackle in, uh, in weight, you know, we got a good wide receiver team. Nelson Aguilar playing, you know, out of his mind. Now I'm looking at this like, okay, this is a team that should be good for years. Mm-hmm. You know, we're at the beginning. I'm not looking at just, you know, you are so fired yeah, up right now. Because, I mean, that's that's where, you for got, me. You got the hand motions yeah, working. You are, like, really, like, but, but fired that, up right that now. That is where the excitement takes me, though. That is where the excitement takes me, where it's like, okay, barring a catastrophe right. at the end of this season, no matter where we are, we are good. And I feel like that's how I felt at 2000, where it's like, okay, you know what? It, it's disappointing because they lost in the playoffs. They didn't win the Super Bowl. But I'm sitting there. I'm like, we got our quarterback. We got a running back on, on his way up. We have a lot, an O-line that's signed. We got a defense that's signed for years to come. We're good. We are good. And that's how I feel with this team. It's like, okay, you know what? You know, I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, to yeah, but this. You know, because sometimes that's what people do. You know, I'm not trying to play both sides of the fence. Right. But it's like, you know what? I, I You know, what I want, I, I don't want just a – a Super Bowl win, because mm-hmm. here's the thing: because we at, at, we're all we're all uh, Eagles fans, and as Eagles fans, we all know Cowboys fans. Yep, we all know Redskins fans. We all you. know Giants fans. Feel you know, we know between. those, and those guys are the ones, and they're always the oh, Eagles got no rings. Eagles got no rings. Yes, and most of the people that are fans yeah. of those teams yeah. weren't yeah. even alive. Cowboys and Redskins fans, y'all talking about? Y'all talking about stuff that like, dude, you you had six channels when 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 uh, Redskins and Cowboys were winning Super Bowl. Playing Atari. Yeah, exactly. You weren't even playing it. Yeah, you're playing ColecoVision. Right. (laughs) You're playing the Cosby Show was still on the air when the Redskins was winning championships. When the Cowboys wasn't. Yeah, yeah, we still liked Bill Cosby. Right. It was still cool to like Bill Cosby when the Redskins and the Cowboys. Everybody were loved Cliff Huxtable. Exactly. Yeah, you was watching. You was watching the Cowboys shows, eating pudding pops when the Cowboys and the Redskins was winning championships. Watching a different world. But a different world still on the air. I know. ESPN had one channel. Yeah, they got like many. yeah. There was no ESPN two. There was no ESPN U. There, there was, was no, no ESPN, ESPN Classic. Yeah, yeah, one channel. You probably, if you had cable, you had 32 channels. You got yep. the channel 32, you had to start over. <laughs> no digital cable. But nonetheless, it's you're like. Show, you're showing your age right now. Shut up, You're man. doing it again. Shut up. Let's see. Yeah. My man Jesse said, Yama Yager was starting his NHL career. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> was starting his NHL career last time the Cowboys won. 
You know, but but not but nonetheless the, the ageless yeah. wonder. But the fact of the matter is, I want championships. Yes. Now, look, granted, I'm not out. I, I don't want to sit out here like I'm calling this team a dynasty. I am not calling this team a dynasty. But what I'm saying is, that's the ultimate goal. Mm. The ultimate goal is championships. Right. Not championship. Not ring. Championships. Say it with me. Championships. You can lower the hand now. No, I, I can't. I don't want to. Let me start. In fact, championships. That's what I want. That's what I want. I can see. Uh, I can see that. Yo, a lot, a lot of people. Hey, they used to call my family the Cosby's when we lived in when we lived in Germantown. Shout out to my man Tali. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look, but for real. But not, but nonetheless, that's where I am with this, man. That is where I am with this. I can, I you can, know, I can tell, and I mean, again, there's nothing wrong about being excited about this team because this team has played above all of our expectations. I mean, a lot of us only thought they were going to get, you know, seven or eight wins. Now they're on the verge, you know, of possibly going, getting 12 to 14 wins. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm not saying, you know, 14 and two, because I'm always scared of teams that go 14 and two, 15 and one. And my man, my man, Jesse, blow from, it. Jesse from Fox Chase is, he's telling me, hey, just don't say it like LeBron, not one, not two, not three. See, here's the thing. LeBron was predicting it. He was saying, hey, I'm asking for it. Right. I'm begging for it. I would like not one, not, not two, two, not, not three, three, not, not four. four. You know, I'm not saying, you know, like that, that's not me saying, hey, the Eagles are going to win not one, not two. I'm saying, please. Let's just get one. Let's start with one. But in the end, you know, I'm I'm going to walk away thinking, hey, man, this man turned it around. Listen, I, listen, I think Philadelphia fans would be so excited just to get one. Yes, yes. Like, this city would just, like, would just, would just be set I mean, on fire. Look, look, I, look. I, I just tell you straight up, you going to, going to make you come out of Lansdale oh, for this. No. <laughs> I, I don't even want to get – see, here's – I I just moved back to this area mm-hmm. from Baltimore when the Phillies won the championship. I had to divert my way home because people were just out in the streets celebrating when the Phillies won the championship. It's a great time. And it was a great time. And, and, and here's, a, here's another thing. And it was like what really had gotten me excited about winning a Super Bowl was I lived in Baltimore when the Ravens won their first championship. Mm-hmm. And it was like the vibe was so dope in that city when they won. And it was like, it, it it made it hard to be mad or necessary. It made it hard to hate on. No, you, like for you, me, you, you, like, kind, you kind of felt good yeah, for them in a way. Yeah, I, I felt good for them, and I was at a place where when I was like, I was happy that they won, mm-hmm. but I was looking at the Eagles at that point, right from two thousand going on to two thousand one, fan, and I felt like at that point, you know what, I'm gonna feel like this pretty soon, right. I'm saying, if you had told me that when Donovan McNabb, when when the Eagles finally parted ways with Donovan McNabb, when Donovan McNabb's Eagle career was over and Andy Reid's Eagle career was over and Dawkins' Eagle career was over, when it was all said and done for the three of them, if you were to tell me in 2000 that there would be no rings, I would have said you're sick. Yeah, I would have said you're stupid. I would have said, you know what? 
but it's the same people that would probably never guess the Phillies would get yeah, one ring and then that, go that back to back. That that is true. That is true. But still, but not, but nonetheless, I was like, like I was driving through when when that that night when when the Ravens won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I'm driving through Baltimore. And I'm driving through areas you seen on like the wire and stuff like that. <laughs> and Castle, you know, people was for real out in the street just giving people that. Like you just you just rolling down your window and just people was like, oh. Like, don't leave me hanging, man. I was like, yo, that's what they was, that's what they was doing. It was just like people was out there just slapping fives and giving people dap. And I'm just sitting there like, yo, I, you know, I want that. That's right. gonna be us. Like, I need to be in Philly when this happens, when we win, I think, so I could just. I, I dro- think I think it might be ten times. Oh my god, ten times yo, crazier than it, that. Oh my goodness, yo, it's going like if I, if I if I may at 41 years old take a term from you youngins mm-hmm. it's gonna be lit look at you, you like look that? at you using millennial vocabulary yeah, my son is tell your son about I, that. I, I, I gotta make sure he listens to this i gotta make sure you know like yo i said lit on the show all you had to do is wear your sweatpants. No, I, I did not. I'm sorry, uh, dude. I, I, I didn't have a chance yeah, to change my clothes. After, after, after he told you, Dad, don't be wearing those. Yeah, yeah he was But you was like, they feel so comfortable now. Like, exactly. That's what you that's had the what J's, you too. You was really, you was really feeling out there yeah. like it was fresh. Yeah. Oh, you see, you see I got the J's on today. Though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah th- I think this, this, is, this is my midlife crisis. Buying Jordan? Yeah, I, I did this year. I, I went crazy with buying J's. That's okay. I, I did. I, um... I, I got I got no excuse. That's all right. You know, I just, you, you always you, you can always wear them. So it's yeah, not like yeah, that, just, it's true. not like you just buying them just because and they just mm-hmm. and hold them pattern just boxed up mm-hmm. like the superstars. Everything yeah. just got them boxed up. Yeah. No, I mean I I, I keep them boxed up till I wear them. Hmm. That's that's what I do. And then you put them back in the box. Then I put them back in the box. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. The crypt keeper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, for real. That's that's what I'm doing. All right, shout out to all the people that's hitting us up on fa- in uh, on Facebook Live. Shout out to Talib. Shout out to Jesse. Uh, let's see who else is watching. If you're watching, you know what I mean, holla at us. Um, let's see here. Let's see, let's see who else is up in this piece. Eagles are missing Jonathan Brown. They need to sign him. At- no, no, that's 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 all right. I'm not because then because they, they signed me. That means somebody on. In, in this podcast, somebody will have a podcast of their own, just getting on me, just ranking on me because I'm I, I suck. Yes, correct. But, all right, uh, my man Lawton. Lawton says love, love. He loves where we are at right now, and where we are at is officially overbuilding from Chip Kelly, who tore our team apart. Got that right. You, you, you Joey McKenna. We will uh will be fine. Uh, we'll be fine. One game at a time. We need to focus. We'll stay focused and play for that number one seed one game at a time. This team is for real. This locker room is great. Coaches are great. Peterson should be candidate for coach of the year. Oh, and no doubt. Yes. Him and, Sean, him and Sean McVay, yeah. number one and two in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Who would have thought at the beginning of the season, the game of the year right now would be uh, Eagles Rams? Not a lot of people. Yeah. But I you got to give credit to both organizations for taking the – Unorthodox route. Both both teams went for the offensive coordinator mm-hmm. and both drafted <laughs> young quarterbacks. Yep. 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 And they just, you know, they got strong defenses. Both are led by two great defensive coordinators in Wade Phillips and Jim Schwartz. I mean, those teams are the uh, real deal. And they definitely are. Definitely, definitely, definitely. All right. So, look, um, let's take a quick break. Yep. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk some more. I don't know what we're going to talk about yet.
Roco. 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 All right. Well, that's cool. Hey, once again, just a reminder. Uh, we are on iTunes mm-hmm. slash Apple Podcasts. Yes. Hit us up at any time. You know, listen to the podcast. All right. Listen to Best in the World Sports Report. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at B I T W Sports. All right. Mm-hmm. That is at B I T W Sports. Um. Also on the phillygoflow.com. On phillygoflow.com. All right. So we'll check you out. And uh, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Peace. You're listening to the Best in the World Sports Report. Listen to this show in its entirety every Saturday at 8 a.m. on the Philly Go Flow at phillygoflow.com. You are a Philly sports fan looking for extensive coverage of your favorite local pro and college teams. Go to totalsportslive.com. Total Sports Live is your one-stop shop for all the news you need to know in the Philadelphia sports scene. Be sure to follow Total Sports Live on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. When you need to know Philly sports, get to know totalsportslive.com. It's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. Just treat me better. After all, we're in this together. To get your high blood pressure to a healthy range, visit heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Best in the World Sports Report. On the best in the world sports report, John Brown, my homie Yvonne Alford here, back yep. again, feeling good. Mm-hmm. Um, got Sixes news this week. Yes, all right, we Sixes went out and extended Robert Covington, gave him mm-hmm. an extension. Robert went out there, got his money. Bobby buckets, yeah, getting buckets, getting buckets, getting and money, securing getting the bag, yeah. There's, How you feel about there's, that? there's a new term for you now. now how, how, the bag. how much money is he getting now? Where, where is he at now? What's, expo- you being the journalist, you break down this deal for me. It's four uh-huh. year deal, right? Yes, four years, um, sixty two million. Sixty two. That man is getting paid. Right, but assen- you- but es- but essentially, it's actually a four year, forty seven million dollar contract. Okay, which is crazy. Yeah, so so that's a good deal. It's a good deal compared to guys like Tim Hardaway who got a four year seventy two million dollar deal. Yeah, oh my uh, god. Kent Bazemore the year prior, uh four year seventy two million dollar deal. Evan Turner, four year seventy million. Alan Crabb, the same thing. Yep. yep. All guys who were so around you, that three and so D type of two area. two years ago, teams just went crazy signing players. Yeah. And and not only that, can't blame went, them. Teams went crazy signing garbage players. Like you're looking at that. Like, what is Alan Crabb doing now? Playing on the Nets, where he should originally been. Yeah, but still, he, what, what's he doing? I mean, I mean, I know what he's doing, but I'm saying, right. like, yeah, is he playing? Would you say Alan Crabb is worth the money he's getting? No. Yeah, exactly. But that, Evan Turner. But that's because of a. That's because of a mistake by Portland. When yeah, Brooklyn, the mistake was giving him the money. Yeah, because Brooklyn had offered him that money and he had to match it because yeah. he didn't. Yeah, and now they ended up trading him to exactly. exactly. So that's just two stupid teams. Exactly. And then remember that same offseason when they re-signed Crab, they matched yep. him. They yep. got Evan Turner. Yep. So like you said, that, that was stupid. So I guess the only person out of that list that actually is earning the money is Tim Hardaway Jr. 
He's actually is he really. Do you think so? He, I mean, he's uh, playing. Like, he's, I, I, I don't. He's, he's playing. He's playing pretty good this year. But is he getting paid pretty good money? He's getting paid great money. Yeah. But he's pretty good. Yeah. If you're getting paid great money, I don't want to see pretty good. What you want to see? I want to see great. Well, he's Tim Hardaway Jr. This is his return. That. He's not the I'm number sorry. one option. I'm, I'm sorry. Are, are you not? Do I need to take my glasses off so you can see me roll my eyes at that <laughs> last statement? Like, like for real? It's, who cares about him? Knicks fans do. Because Porzingis, because really? I mean, yeah, is going right, to be yeah, Knicks fans, including most, your boy, your boy, Adil Royster. Yes, but, but Porzingis still. is going to be the most improved player. Now, now understand, uh, Adil came on the show and predicted that Kristaps Porzingis would be the most improved player, yes. and I doubted him. I doubted him, mm-hmm. but I, I, I can't lie. I, I also tell, told him that I was not afraid to and, admit that you were wrong. Yeah, and it's right now. It's looking like I'm, I'm gonna be having some. Uh, I'm eating a, a six-piece uh, crow pretty soon. <laughs> six-piece unicorn. Yes, exactly, exactly. But getting back to Roco, um, I like this deal. It's a, it's a great deal. Yeah, it's, it is a great deal. And I guess what, what I like about this deal, and I feel like this, seeing him make the money that he's making mm-hmm. and the deal that you were able to sign him to, mm-hmm. to me is once again more affirmation for the process. Right. Because here is a guy that was on nobody's radar, nobody was checking for, that came in and you gave an opportunity, and he was able to make the most of it and now actually get a pretty decent deal. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, again, you got a guy who was um, who was the G League's rookie of the year in the following season. The G League. Yes. I, mean, that's just, I mean, that's what that says it all. Hey, Pretty good talent in the G League, by the way. Um, you've got no, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, I mean, they're not bums, no. but in the same aspect, it's like you're you're not looking to take. So you're not looking to give a on the surface. You're not looking to give a guy fresh out the G League, yeah, four years, sixty two million. Yeah, exactly. And and to see his game develop from that time, from him being a rookie of the year to then becoming, I think, the number one or number overall two, or number one or number two overall pick in the draft and then getting on the Sixers, you know, continuing to ve- develop his game and to be a more confident shooter, he's definitely earned, you know, he's earned the money. I mean, from a, for an undrafted guy, this is the best feeling. And definitely, if you're an NBA fan, this is one of the better stories in the NBA to see an undrafted guy they came through the ranks, went to Tennessee State University, HBCU. HBCU, yes. Representing. Yes, representing. One so or that's two. always good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. one or two exactly. because Anthony Gilbert wrote that story on the undefeated. Yes. Shout Love out to Anthony Gilbert. Yes, shout out to him for coming on the show a couple weeks ago. But none, but nonetheless, let's 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 take a look here. All right, Roco this year having a career year. Yeah. Career year. Averaging seventeen points a game. That's four points better than his uh career average. Six rebounds a game. That's four rebounds better than you know. Than he's he's his doing. Career he's doing he's it on doing, both sides. Yeah, he's out. He's out there playing. He's out there being a contributor. Three and D. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And a lot of people were you know pensive on using that term when it first came out because everybody's like, "What's a three and D guy like? Mm-hmm. Who are these new wave?" Because everybody's like, "Demari Carroll's like the ultimate three and D guy." But now you got to put Robert Covington in that consider consideration of you know. Of being in that shoot, you might even say that you got to put Covington in the most improved player 
in most improved player of the year conversation. Yeah, I, I'll take that. And he's definitely a most likely going to be in defensive player of the year conversation. Oh, definitely. Oh, because definitely. He, he can play defense. Oh, definitely. And no, it's, it's funny. Uh, somebody threw out there because I, I was on Sixers twenty four seven. Uh oh. <laughs> and somebody talked about. Uh, Why do you keep I, doing that to yourself? No, look, man, it's all right. Shout out to shout, shout out to those guys. All right. But someone had brought up Ben Simmons in the slam dunk contest because he had all those dunks in the right. game against Clippers. And I'm sitting there like, you know what? I- I'm good. Nah. No, 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 thank he's you. Not a, I'm, nah, I'm, I'm, he's I'm not cool. one of those. You know, it, it's good in theory, but you know what? Nah, nah, I'm good. Nah. But I would take Roko in a three-point contest. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that, once again, that's 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 another feather in the cap of the process. If yes. a process guy can come in and win the three-point contest, get, in fact, give me Roko and, J- and J.J. ready. Yeah. And what's that other thing they do? Not not the The skills. Yeah, the skills contest. TJ and the skills. TJ, JJ, somebody with some initials in their name on, you hey, know, on hey, hey, I'll, I'll take it. I'll be down for TLC. Hmm. Would you put TLC in the skills competition? Nah. Bottom line is this this Maybe this the should, sophomore game. This should be the year. In fact, yeah, you know, I'll take that. I'll, I'll take that. Give me uh give me TLC on one on well, one on the side team. and and uh Ben Simmons on the other. Well, oh, no, they'll both be on the world, world team because it's, <laughs> it's not going to be uh, rookies and sophomores anymore. And then MB would be winning BB. No, he's a third year player. Now. Oh, oh you, no, I don't know. He's a second year, technically. <laughs> Good Lord. He's a second year guy who should be in his fourth year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. But the bottom line is no. no it's like being, it's, I, I, it's like being gray shirted at college. <laughs> Joel Embiid should be in the All Star game. Yeah. If he's not. Then I have Simmons a, has a strong yeah, case of being an all-star. They should game. both be in. But if they're not, bottom line is I feel like this all-star game should feature this the all-star process. Weekend, yeah, the all, this, all-star yeah, weekend. The all-star weekend should be process should be, yeah, The process should be in on LA. full display. In LA. Yes. At the Staples Center. Yes. In in the house that Lonzo uh plays in. Or, or, that, or that LeVar built. Yeah. As some is, say. Did he build it? Something. He might have built that cardboard box next door. Hey. Cause honestly, look. You know, you you saw what the what the Sixers did to the Clippers. Yes. So you know who who knows. Yeah, I mean the way the way they've been playing, you know, on this Western road trip has been very encouraging. You know they they had a great win against Utah, mm-hmm. but then came back and struggled against Sacramento, and then obviously against Golden State they held their own. For the most part, but then obviously the wheels came off because you're going against an, a superior, mm-hmm. better team. But yeah. they, one thing you have to definitely take away from this road trip is that mm-hmm. they've learned a lot about themselves and yeah. they're learning how to win the close games mm-hmm. and not to blow it. It's almost like yeah. the Eagles. Eagles had so many problems last year trying to close out games and how to win games. This year, they know how to win games. They know, okay, it's the fourth quarter. We're up by X amount of points. We got eight minutes on the clock. Mm-hmm. Let's run this clock down to the two-minute mark and kill the game, and, and it'd be over. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But I guess, like, the loss to Sacramento was disappointing. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was disappointing because, you know, on, they should they should have won. There really was no reason for them to have lost that game. No. However, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, it could be – and I, I – I guess I'm torn a little bit because I don't want to start, you know, bringing up like moral victories. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, as 
as the season goes on, I want to move farther and farther moral away from, from moral, moral victories. victories. Yeah. Are for minor league I, coaches. Yeah, that's the great Jay Z said. Yeah, I, I don't. You know, I'm. I'm. I, I don't care about moral victories. Nah. But nonetheless, I don't feel. I am not as discouraged as some might be mm-hmm. over that game. I'm not discouraged. No. You know, I'm not. You can be disappointed. Yeah. In a, in, disappointed in, in, that they lost. Upset. But yeah. be, and that's a good thing that we're getting upset about this team and the way they're losing. Usually we'd be like, oh, damn, they're getting blown out by 20. Like, yeah. He's just like, okay, been there, done that. Yeah. I already know this season you know, is mm-hmm. not going to be good. But this season is a wholly different season. Mm-hmm. When they're losing close games. They're not really getting blown out. The only two games they got blown out in was Toronto and Golden State. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, there's two they, playoff teams right there. Exactly. They both exactly. played in the Eastern and even Conference then, and Western and even Conference then, Finals. Like, given that, you know, they played Golden State pretty tough in that first uh, that first half. Yeah. Now, Golden State just has too many weapons. Yeah. All right? You know, it is what it is. Golden State has just too many weapons. They're too good. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like people think that now that this – and, you know what, I, I also – you could bring the Eagles into this conversation. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, people just don't want to take their time. It's like they're they're you know to to quote our good friend Meek Mill. There's levels to this. Yes, it is. There's levels to this, and people feel like Free you Meek. know, yeah, exactly. We'll get we'll get into that a little bit. We'll end the segment with a little bit, a little bit of Meek talk, maybe. Yeah. All right, but nonetheless, it's like, like I said, there's levels to this, mm-hmm. and people think because we're turning the corner. We are automatically putting ourselves in like championship right. uh, conversation, no. and it's like okay, it's cool. We can be a good team and not be as good as Golden State right, right. now. Right. The fact that we're not Golden State right now does not bother me. No, and it shouldn't, and it, and it shouldn't matter that you're not Golden State because again, like you said, that's a team on a t- on an entirely different mm-hmm. scale. They have superstars. They have guys that were homegrown, drafted. They yeah, it's, it took a while for their process to manifest. It took it took the entire Mark Jackson era. Yeah, literally, it took the entire Mark Jackson era, and then getting to the their their second coach right. before they were at a point where it's like, okay, they're there. Right. So um, to, um, unlike the Cavs and Miami Heat, where they kind of brought their championships and whatever. Yeah. You there's a true process that mm-hmm. went with teams like San Antonio and Golden State. But none. But nonetheless, the fact still remains. It's like, okay, we're not there. Mm-hmm. We're not, you know, we're and not. That's the, okay. Yeah, we're, we're not the Golden States. We're not even the Bostons. No, you know, we're not even the Bostons. No, because that and, process has taken mm-hmm. a long again, time. Yeah. Exactly, and it's like that's cool with me. Um, I'm not sure who said it. Uh, somebody came out and called Boston the team to beat in the East right now. And it lost, probably was Max Kellerman and mm-hmm. Stephen A. Yeah, I think they were uh, talking about that today. Yeah, maybe I, I I don't know. They were talking or yeah. Steve Kerr. I think Steve Kerr said something. I think something to the effect of that. And, and it's like it rubbed Sixers fans the wrong way, but that doesn't bother me. It's yeah. like okay, this team isn't there yet. But half the dudes that were probably bothered in Sixers twenty four seven probably don't even remember <laughs> the Boston Sixers rivalry yeah. back in the eighties. Even yeah. I don't remember, but still, I don't get oh, bothered. Good, I don't. Yeah. I don't get bothered by that stuff. Once again, uh, I think since the last time we did a show, uh, the anniversary of the great Dr. J. Larry Bird fight. Uh, where, he went, where he went down and started punching everybody yeah. down. Yeah, down when, 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 when Doc cooked him. Doc, you know, the Sixers jumped him at, at, at center court. It was awesome. Thus solidifying why I will hate the Boston Celtics for my entire life. 
That that was the game that 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 was the game that sh- that shaped mm-hmm. my sports psyche. That game right there, that moment right there. I missed the NBA like that. Yeah. Well, when they fought. Yeah. <laughs> too too many guys are friendly these days. Yeah, on the court. Whatever. It, it, eh. I ain't talking polish at the mouth. I ain't talking yeah, nothing yeah. like that. <laughs> oh, when they're beating up fans. Yeah. You want, you, you I don't mind, like that. You don't mind if they beat up each other. Yeah. As soon as Better World Peace comes into the stands and start beating up people, right. that, <laughs> now that's going too far. <laughs> yeah, that is going too far. <laughs> Whatever, man. I still, oh. I still remember that day. I, I, I do too. I was asleep and then I woke up and I said, damn, I missed a good game. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It's like it's, I woke it's like up and I said, "Hold up, you, whoa!" You said, it, it, and it was like that wasn't that wasn't like real. That that wasn't like fake NBA fights, right? You know, because like fights in the NBA got real fake after a while when they yeah. really started giving out real suspensions. Yeah, for, like like you like like think about um, think I'm not sure if you remember uh when the Sixers fought Sixers got into a huge fight with the Detroit Pistons. It was uh, Isaiah Thomas and Rick Mahorn got into it. Uh, Barkley and Lambeer got into that big fight. Barkley was suspended like one game for that. Because <laughs> he was used to it. Yeah, Barkley was suspended for one game. I remember. It's part of the culture. Yeah, exactly. So it was like, like now, the initiation like, process. Yeah, so you compare that to when, uh, because that fight spilled into the fans too. Ah. That fight spilled into the fans too. I, I, I'm pretty sure Barkley might have taken a swing at a couple of fans that game, but nonetheless, Barkley suspended one game for that fight. You know, like you fight, you sit for a game, and then all is well until you play that team again. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's why the bad boys were the you know the bad boy Pistons were the bad boys because right. it's an 82 game season. You get into a good fight, then you get a day off. Yeah, so it's all whatever. The day, all the days work. Yeah. All of the days work. And then you look at that fight, you know, the Malice at the Palace. Um, they took that to a whole other Yeah. <laughs> well, Ron Artis get ba- ban- like banned for He's basically banned for life. You know, they let him back. You but see still. that dude hop into the stage and, and, and just start molly whopping people. Like, like those ja- is like real punches. Steven punchy. Jackson was getting into it. And yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, once, once, you know, suspension started getting real and they started uh, suspending people for leaving the bench yeah. and stuff like that, that's when fights got real fake. Yeah. You know, people just start, you know, Yell, you know, back Yelling. in the day, like in the eighties and nineties, like you, uh, what was it? Uh, you remember Kermit? Wa- uh, this guy named Kermit Washington. He, he, when he punched, punched uh, Rudy, Rudy Tom, Tom Johnson. Yeah, I heard about that. Like for like, like broke his jaw. Yeah, like like, like for real. Like tried to kill him. He snuffed him. Yeah, like I, that might have like like shaped his whole life. Yeah, like back in the day. Like, still talk about that fight. Yeah, but still, you know, I mean, th- things are different. Mm-hmm. Things are different, but nonetheless, I mean, it's just like you know, things have changed. Things have changed, right? You know, things have changed, but you know, we're 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 off we're off on the team. That's okay. It's all good. Let's let's bring it back to the, the Sixers. Sixers and you know the Sixers Celtics rivalry. And my question to you right now, as you're looking at this team, can the Sixers catch the Celtics? Because right now they're still uh, Celtics, maybe about four or five games ahead of the uh, Sixers. Right I mean, they're not. I mean, they're not going to catch them this year just because yeah. they're they're just they're better overall. And yeah. I know people might you know get bothered by me saying that, but they're better overall. Like they got Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. That dude's a monster. He's one of the best point guards in the league, bar none. Um, but I think over the over over the next couple of years, I think they can catch them and get closer. 
It's just going to be how can the Sixers continue to develop mm. to chase those guys because the teams are almost mirror images of each other. Mm. But the Celtics just have star players that they didn't develop. They mm. got through trades, which you can't blame them for that because everybody's process is different. Mm. But I think over the year, over the next few years, they can catch them. It's just going to be how does Ben Simmons develop? Can Embiid continue to develop? Can Markel Fultz <laughs> can develop? That's what it's going to come down to development. And then whoever the Sixers, you know, draft next year or et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. About how do you keep on building this team and bringing this team to the level where it needs to be, which is ultimately an NBA championship. Mm-hmm. And I guess right now I just look at it and I see, all right, Sixers doing okay on this road trip. And I look at the rest of this division. And once again, I guess they're almost in a position like uh, like the Eagles where you're sitting there and you're looking at Toronto and you're looking at the Knicks and they don't necessarily scare you. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of them. No. You know, I, I'm, you know, I'm not. You shouldn't be. So to me, it's like you, you look at those you, – you look at the prospect of jumping those two guys and those two teams – in the uh, the standings, mm-hmm. and I guess for me it's like that. That's where I where it brings me to: can this team catch the Celtics? Because I because you know that the Celtics, barring uh, major injury, they're you know they're just going to keep on pushing. You know their their team is they're there. We're not necessarily there yet, but could you know? Could it happen? I guess that's that's the question I'm asking. Could it happen? I mean, it can happen. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, it goes back to what I just said, development. Mm-hmm. You you develop the guys the right way. And they – and not only how do you develop your guy, your homegrown guys, is how – who do you bring in to help accelerate the process? Mm-hmm. I mean – Mayor Johnson, he's really not been a factor per se. So I won't say his acquisition has been a factor. But I mean, don't, the, don't don't make me yeah I, I know don't make me roll I, my I, eyes I at know, you. I know. But JJ Redick has been a huge, huge, yeah, huge, he's huge, been huge, huge upgrade for them after two guard. And even though people say he doesn't play defense, just the leadership he brings on the court and just his shooting prowess helps this team so much. The the court is more. Wide open now because mm-hmm. you can't say okay we'll double team and beat in the posting, so be it. No, you yeah, got make you, pack. you got two shooters on the outside right now, Robert Covington and JJ Redick, who can knock it down at a pretty good clip right now. Mm-hmm. And J and and Jared Bayless when he was healthy. So I mean, it's just how do they again? It's just talent building, and how do you build around those pieces in free agency? That's going to be the key. Mm-hmm. So. You talked about the keys, and I guess before we, we wrap this up, getting real quick, getting back to the Roco deal. When I I saw it, I joked I joked about uh, joked about it with you a uh, little little earlier mm-hmm. when I talked about how in Philly, like as soon as you sign your deal, as soon as you get extended, as soon as you start making your money in this city with this fan base, that's when you officially become overpaid. And it's like well, I I look at at Roko being that role player who was able to work his role into some big money, I think of you know I I think of another player. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember Kenny Thomas? Yes, yes, I do. 
Now, Kenny Thomas was a role player on his team. Pretty good power forward. Not a superstar, not, you know, not a big name star. But he was somebody who did the dirty work, was a lunch pail guy, came to work, you know. Somebody, this a, a player that this fan base should embrace. And for a while, he was a player that this fan base did embrace. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they embraced him right up until he got his money. Yes. And once he got his money, he was he, he was overpaid. He was overpaid. He was overpaid. It's the same thing with Iguodala. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, everybody was cool with Iguodala, right. but you're once he got right on once that. he got eighty two million dollars, everybody's mm-hmm. he's held to a different standard, yeah. which is not fair to him. Not fair not fair at all. But I guess this will could you see this happening to Rocco? I mean, it's like, I, I feel like, you know. It, 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 oh, yeah. I can definitely see it happening because there are some irrational fans out there that mm-hmm. will just say, well. Like, they're, like dude like, got uh, six, look, 62 like, million and he goes 0 for 4 uh, in one night. Let's they're keep it real. Sixers 24-7 will be on fire if Rocco misses his first shot out the game. Yeah. I can see the post right now. You know, he comes out, he shoots the three, and it's it an rims out. Or it's, an air, yeah, it's a bad-looking shot. You know, it rims out. Oh, my God, I can't believe we just gave this guy $62 million. Oh, my He's God. Like, somebody has already hit me up on Facebook and asked me. Did I, it's like, he, he asked me was, uh, did I think this real cold money was too high? And it's just like it's starting already. Yeah, man hasn't even played a game. Hasn't even I laced up think, his shoes. I don't think people. His, his I, don't think people I don't think people understand. There's that. a good chance he hasn't it, even signed that extension yet. No, I think it's like Friday. I think. Yeah. So I mean, again, I think people people gotta understand that in the landscape we are in at in the NBA right now, mm-hmm. contract prices are out the window. You think about it with this whole TV money explosion in the last couple of years, getting Covington. Essentially, for a four-year, forty-seven million-dollar deal, is cheap compared to what guys are getting. You know, upwards of it's cheaper than what Joel and B's getting paid. Yeah, but once again, I feel like you know, but nobody, but nobody, yeah, nobody's complaining. But no, exactly, 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 exactly. But B's look bad, but nobody has complained and said, "Oh, he's a bum." Da 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 da. Oh, there are plenty of people calling him a bum, but still, nonetheless, I mean, it's like the the deal is the deal, right? You know, I th- I think you're yeah, more, you can't you're you more, can't you can't blame the guys for signing. That's like yeah. saying, John, I'm giving you a four year, seventy something million dollar deal. You going to turn it down? No, but okay. I think I think with the with the Embiid deal, I think there are more people willing to accept it to say, "Hey, you know what? There, there is a good chance that." It's because like if, he's, if, he's, if for some if he's held if, to a higher standard. If yeah, yes, yes, and I, I think deservingly so because one guy's the third pick in the draft and he had, another guy's an unrestricted oh, excuse me an unsigned rookie an undrafted rookie yeah or not well not a rookie anymore but no but you see what I'm but he gets a pass what I mean he gets a pass who and me yeah yeah well he's earned his pass because he's the third pick in the draft no you don't earn your pass when you play forty something games uh, I, I don't know I, I well I I feel like a player like that. If it doesn't, if for some reason it doesn't work out, there will, mm. yes, there will be chirps of people saying we should have never signed him. Right. That was a bad idea, nonetheless. But I still think the majority of people will say, "Hey, you know what? You rolled the dice, and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, you know, what else could you do? Yeah, you know, you weren't going to extend Ja. Nah, you weren't going to extend uh, Nerlens. Nah." You know, he was the guy who showed you the most coming out the gate. Yeah. Yes, there were some uh, red flags. Maybe, you know, and, you know, for conversation's sake or whatever, hypothetically, say, you know, those those red flags just become too much to bear. Okay, that's that's just 
that comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. But none, you know. But nonetheless, I think if it wasn't to work out with with uh, Embiid, there are people saying, "Hey, you know what? What else could we do?" Right. It doesn't. If it, for some reason, if Roko ends up being a bust who ends up stealing money, there will be plenty of people like, "Yo, this is just a terrible deal." Mm-hmm. There was no, you know, I. There'll be even fewer people like saying, "Hey, you know, we did what we could." Right. Uh, and I just think, you know, it's, it's apples and oranges. You know, comp- you know, that's what makes the situation different. Apples and oranges. Yeah, no doubt about it. Like you said, one one guy the lottery pick, another guy the undrafted guy. So again, they're held to different standards, and one's more well liked by the fan base for the most part, and another one is crucified for doing the little things, missing a shot, or the way he was playing last year. Everybody was crucifying him for that, even though he was playing, even though he was. Finished fourth in the defensive player of the year rankings. It didn't matter. It's just the way he was shooting. So I just think, you know, fans just can't jump on him like they jumped on Iguodala because we saw what happened with that. It is, you know, it is what it is. He's you know? got rings now. Who's got rings? Iguodala. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got, he's got a couple rings. couple rings. Couple, and yeah. a finals MVP. Yeah. So, yeah, his, his trip to Springfield is, uh, is etched in stone now. Not <laughs> uh, sorry, tongue uh, tongue in cheek. Not uh, yet, but yeah. it, it would be kind of hard to see a Finals MVP with two rings, mm. possibly three, if they would do it this year, and not get in. No, I understand. I understand. No, ba- basketball. I feel like basketball has the best Hall of Fame process. Mm-hmm. Whereas I just feel like you know people who deserve to be in they are in. in. Yeah. Where you're not having that football. While, yeah, football, football is petty. Football is petty. Baseball is extra petty. extra petty. Like every year, like I, I feel like Hall of Fame voting in baseball and football are a complete farce. It's mm-hmm. a joke. Yep. Whereas basketball, I just feel like I we, we don't have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Like, why is this guy not in? Why does it? Why does this no, guy have to wait for this up, guy? Because guys that are up for first year, first year ballots, they usually get in. Get in. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like nobody's look. Nobody's looking to say, oh, Iverson had such a contentious. Relationship with the media, he shouldn't be because they're looking at his production and his performance on the court. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, Roko's making his money. He's gonna be all right. Yes, he will. Sixers gonna be all right. Yep. The process continues. It sure does. And we're trusting it, right? Yep. You're trusting? I'm trusting it. All right. I just got my Roko Markel Fultz shirt in the mail. Really? Yeah. Where'd you get that? Uh, T Public. It's like a NBA Jam style T-shirt. Oh, okay. It's like Fultz on one side and like Covington on the other side. Really? Yeah. But it's dope. Yeah. You got you got to wear it in here one time. Yeah, I do. All right, we'll do that. All right, stop wearing this shirt and tie, trying to look all professional and everything. <laughs> you know, and, and put on put on you know dress down a little bit. Y'all have casual Fridays at the Tribune? No. Why not? Talk to Mister Tribune. Say hey, man. Casual uh, Friday. He ain't with that, man. He ain't with that? No. Nah, you got a dude that's wearing three-piece suits every day. Every day, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, hey. Stay strapped to the T. I understand. I understand. All right, look, man. Got to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we have the tradition like no other. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back on the Best in the World Sports Report, we will be giving out the Sit Your Ass Down Award. A lot of nominees. A lot of them. A lot of nominees, a lot of, lot of mainstays in the world of sit your ass down. Yeah. Looking to once again reclaim that, that crown. 
A lot of guys, all right? They're trying to come back up the power rankings on this one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of mainstays looking to, to, you know, sew that up. Mm-hmm. All right? So this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to remind you guys to hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Once again, we were on the Facebook Live uh, feed right now. So a lot of people uh, checking in. Shout out to my man, Sonny Sun. Sunny Sun. Sunny Sun. Sunny Sun is in the building. That's my man, the creator of FeedbackTheMagazine.com. Uh-huh. Feedback the Magazine needs to do a story on us. We, All right? We appreciate they that. They really do. They, that, that's a good, it's a good little online magazine. I shouldn't call it a little. It's a big thing. They're, they're, they're good people. But shout out to Sunny Sun. Shout out to my man Patrick Manley at PhillyGoFlow.com. Mm-hmm. Saturday mornings, PhillyGoFlow.com. That's us talking Sixers, talking Eagles, talking Phillies, talking Flyers, talking Penn State, talking Temple, talking Nova, talking. I was going to say LaSalle. We could talk LaSalle one day. <laughs> I felt the see. <laughs> 2012 will ever, forever be in my heart. It's all right. That Southwest Philly floated. Yo, man. Yeah. That was the best year of college ever. Uh, I bet. I bet. I bet. It's all good, man. But, hey, we do that every Saturday morning. PhillyGoFlow.com. Go to that website, yep. and you can hear the best in the world sports report every Saturday morning mm-hmm. at 8 a.m. in between the reggae sunrise show mm-hmm. and early good morning, morning 80s. 80s. So, once again, Every Saturday on phillygoflow.com, get your dreadlocks, mm-hmm. get your jerry, jerry curls, and in the middle, get your sports talk. Get your sports talk. There you go, right there in the middle. Right there in the middle. We're also on Sunday. Yes, 5 Sunday, 5 a.m. So if you're up real, real early. You're going to church early. Going, getting ready, going to church, and you, you just want some people. If you're getting ready to go to church, you know, try and get your life right with the Lord, uh, listen to us talk about sports. Yes. Because, yeah, because we're on at 5 a.m. Exactly. PhillyGoFlow.com. Saturdays, 8 a.m., Sundays, 5 5 a.m. Listen to us, and then you can hear the podcast at any time on uh, SoundCloud.com, BITW Sports, and uh, iTunes, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, all that, all that, all that. All right, hey, thank you for checking us out. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Best in the World Sports Report. Listen to this show in its entirety every Saturday. 8 a.m. on the Philly Go Flow at phillygoflow.com. You are a Philly sports fan looking for extensive coverage of your favorite local pro and college teams. Go to totalsportslive.com. Total Sports Live is your one-stop shop for all the news you need to know in the Philadelphia sports scene. Be sure to follow Total Sports Live on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. When you need to know Philly sports, get to know TotalSportsLive.com. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Best in the World Sports Report. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back on the Best in the World Sports Report. John Brown here. Just reminding you every Saturday, check us out, phillygoflow.com, Saturday morning, 8 a.m. All right? Like we always say, a slot is right there in between uh, early morning 80s and the reggae show. So it's the reggae show first, then it's us, then it's early morning 80s. Dreadlocks, Jerry Curls, 
and then they slide us in between. All right? Check us out every Saturday, phillygoflow.com. Remember, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the time, at B-I-T-W Sports. Hey, y'all, big win for the Sixers last night, all right? Big win for the Sixers, national TV, a lot of attention, had uh, had the stars coming out to play, Kevin Hart was at the game, we had Mark J- Jackson was on the call. How many, now, my question is, when you, when you see the Sixers in a nationally televised game, like how much of the nat- of the national coverage do you listen to, or how much of the local coverage do you listen to? I listen to about maybe about five, six seconds, uh, uh, maybe you know a couple minutes of the national guys before I was like, you know what, I need I need Zoo and Allah back, man. I need those brothers back because I, I just couldn't with ESPN. All right, so anyway, Sixers beat the Lakers. Joel Embiid runs the Staples Center. He's now, they should put him on the board of directors. And we need to talk about it. So when we talk about it, this is what I do. I, I, I dig deep into my Rolodex of close personal friends that I have in this city. You know, you, you've heard me talk about it because I, that's what I do. I, you know, I'm, I'm a connected dude. I got friends. People who like me. People who want to talk to me. I'm pouring it on kind of thing. I, I, I know. I, I know. Anyway, look, we need to talk about this Sixers game. We need to talk about what's going ne- what's going to happen next, what happens down the line. So I had to call in my main man, my homie, Mr. Marshall Harris from NBC Sports Philadelphia. What's going on, my friend? I'm good, man. I'm just mad you left out the part about the guy that beat you down in every Nintendo game that exists. All right, you know what? Like- so here's the thing, and, 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 and it's, it's something. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm, I'm glad you brought oh, okay. that up because, you know, I, I am willing to admit that when I see you, I engage in video games with you on the Nintendo. And most times, and by most times, I mean every time, <laughs> I, I lose. I, 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 I take an L. Earlier in the show, uh, my my co-host, uh, uh, my co-host Devon Alford, uh, admitted that he lost to his girlfriend in Madden. Oh no! Can can you see us? I I I I I turn to you. Do you see any situation where something like that is acceptable? I mean, I would lose to my girlfriend in Madden because I don't play Madden, so oh, I get it. No, but I mean, I mean, I get it. I haven't played Madden in ten years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Ten years might have been the last time I picked up the sticks to play Madden. Okay. Think about how much that game has changed in the last that, ten that years. Is, no, that that is true. Now, 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 given um, that, but this is coming from somebody who still who who is an avid Nintendo player, and takes right. a lot of joy in beating people from game in games that came out when you were just a baby, and in most cases of the people you beat, not. You know, not myself because I remember playing all these games. But you, you know, you beat people who weren't even born when, you know, when this happened. When when these games. My co- my man, my co- my coworkers' kids come in and I beat them, and they're like, "Well, where are the rest of the buttons?" I'm like, "This is it should be easier. There's only two buttons. Where it should be easy. B and A. You know, they used to play an Xbox and um, yeah. PlayStation Eight or whatever. You know, yeah. I I get it, man. I but but I keep it simple, man. I. 
I don't have time to learn all these newfangled technologies. I'm still trying to, you know, master like Twitter and Snapchat and Facebook and Instagram and oh, man, Pinterest please, and. Please, man, you look. You the king of Twitter, man. You. I'm not the king of Twitter. You're, I just. You're, I'm, the, you're the king of Twitter. You. I have no chill on Twitter. I have no chill. No, I that's understand. The problem. That. Well, you know that. Who said that's a problem? I, you know, because that's not me in real life, man. I'm cool. I'm, I want to be. I want to be inclusive. I want to be welcoming. Mm-hmm. Hey, how you doing? It's like, and I'm super polite because I'm from Alabama. But mm-hmm. like, when you come at me, just understand, I'm not here to fight you. I'm here to grab a weapon and dispose of you. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to box. Mm-hmm. I just hit you over the head with a two by four. Oh, that's, and we and we out like double dragon. Mm-hmm. We out. On to the next one. No, I understand. I understand. I understand. And it, this is something that, once again, a, a, a subject that I have talked about on this show. Because I, like, I, I commend people like you who work on your side of the camera. You know, the talent. You know, people who, who interact with people every day. So you get to a point very easily where it's just like, you know what, you know, either like this, this ain't worth it. You know, you, you know, somebody's coming at you the wrong way. And you can just say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know, I, I can walk away. I don't have time for this. I got, you know, other things to do. And I respect that. Right. I, I, I respect yeah, I, I do walk away sometimes. But yeah. a lot of times people tell me you should have walked away, you know, 10 minutes earlier. Yeah. See, here's but, you the, know. the problem is I never walk away. Don't be that dude, John. John, I I, I, I am that dude. It's like, look, you're you're lowering yourself to their standards. You know what? You know what? You are absolutely right. I will lower myself to their standards and then bury them to you know to to to, to a point where they're just you know rethinking life. It's like, look, I understand Marshall Harris might not have all day to get into it with you. I do. But you do? I do. <laughs> I have all day. We could do this all day. I've been burying the same dude on Twitter now for like three weeks. And he's just like. Well, and nobody's blocked each other? No one's blocked each other? You no, need to block happen. No, no. I, here, I don't block anybody. I, You know, I, like I said, I got all day. You talk to me. I'm, I'm going to talk back. You know, that's just how it is. You know, I. It's whatever. You got Joel Embiid. You got Joel Embiid type skills. Yeah, you're out here saying shout out Hassan Whiteside after exactly after knocking somebody else off. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Got and I gotta love uh, the tweet Embiid put out this morning. Just straight out put the the the, the, the Embiid posterizing Lonzo Ball uh, picture on Instagram. Have you seen that yet? Yeah, I saw it. I've seen it all, man. I see it all. I see it all, man. It's it's, it's it, 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 that's but the thing is, I don't think his basketball is even up to par with his social media skills just mm-hmm. yet. I think it it will be once he gets in full shape. Yeah. But like this is a dude that on any given night, and here's the key: he did something last night that he hadn't been doing enough of my taste. And that's getting to the line. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that on any given night can get to the line twenty plus times. Now, when you get to the line twenty plus times and you shoot over eighty percent from the line, you're putting yourself in position. To, to be a, a 35 to, to 50 point score or whatever you, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's the difference maker. That's what the greats do. Mm-hmm. So let me, so let's start from, let's start from the beginning because I mean, like I said, it was a big game last night and a big game in the sense that it was a nationally televised game. You're, you're putting your young core up against the player who I guess a lot of people consider to be a great rookie although he's started slow you know it's like i i i'm you know just i'm 
in the sense that I have preached a lot of patience with this young core. And the season, I don't even think that we're even, we're not even 20 games into the season. So, you know, I'm not writing off Lonzo Ball at all. You know, it's just, it, right. it, 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 it just hasn't, it, it hasn't happened yet, but it's early and it could, and most likely it will. So, you know, it's, whatever's going on with Lonzo, you know, it, it'll work itself out. You know, I, 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 I have no, you know, I have no doubt. But nonetheless, this was con- because of the person that he is and, you know, the, I guess the, the, the hoopla that surrounds him, this was considered a big game. Even it wasn't though, that big. His dad wasn't yeah, even in the building. Dad, well, you know, he's got other kids he got to worry about. His, his dad's oh, got other oh, kids. You know. is, that, is that what you're alluding to right now? Pretty, hey, man, it is what it is, you know. <laughs> I, I, I'm saying. I mean, he won't be going to any of LeAngelo's games anytime soon. Well, that's true. That's true. So, you know, later on down the line, when, when things cool down, he can come back and have some games because, you know, it's, it's not like his brother's playing. But, but, right. no, but nonetheless, I, I guess the question I, I want to ask to you, as as big as people want to make last night's win out to be, what do you consider a bigger win? The win against the Lakers or the win a couple of weeks ago uh, against Houston? Um, I, I don't think one is bigger than the other. Okay. Uh, because they all have they all they all have with their importance on different merits. Houston, you found a way to. Uh, erase the mistakes of, you know, what had happened, you know, less than a week prior in which you couldn't close out a game against the Rockets, right, at home. Um, But you found a way to do that on the road. I think this game is big because Joel Embiid was Joel Embiid. And he did it in back-to-back games where he just embarrassed another team. Mm -hmm. And they, they literally could not guard him. And what, what what was interesting about last night's game, because I know you're saying that because you're like the Rockets are a better team that they beat. But they beat the they beat the uh, Lakers shorthanded, and they had an abysmal night shooting, yeah. an abysmal night. It was it was Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons and not much else. J.J. Redick had his worst game as a sixer, mm-hmm. um, they, which you would have thought would have helped, like the spacing, but it didn't matter. Like, it didn't matter. Joel B was in his bag, in your bag, in my bag, reaching into everybody else. Like, the, the array of moves that he did last night in the post, y'all were like, why doesn't this man play in the post more? Okay, are you, are you satisfied happened. now? It, it, it's, it's kind of funny. It's like, because my father was probably, is, is and was probably one of the biggest Wilt fans ever. So it's right. like, so when... I feel like I've gone my entire life hearing Wilt stories, you know, and it's like when, right. when, when, when people, especially when it comes to conversations about the big man, it comes back to Wilt. And he talks about how people felt like he wasn't making his team better. So he went out and led the league in assists. You know, that's, right. that's the type of player that Wilt was. And it's like, that's what I think of when I think of last night's game, where people were killing him saying, hey, why isn't he playing in the post more? And I thought that, you know what, I thought I, I didn't, the criticism wasn't without merit because I felt like there were games when he was shooting a lot of jumpers. Now he can hit. But them. I think that's because he was tired. I think that was because he was fatigued, tired, not in shape, and he's in better shape now. I think that's what this is proof of is that he's in better shape. And yeah, he had seven assists. But the, I, the points are great. Don't don't. I'm not gonna lie. The rebounds even better. The fact that yep. he's staying on the court. But for him to have the usage rate 
that he had last night and to have the ball in his hands as often as he did and for him to only turn the ball over two times, yeah. that is the stat that stands out to me because he's been he's been sloppy, man. Mm-hmm. No way around it. He's been sloppy in previous games. But last night he was like and he and he said it after after the game in his interviews, like, you know, he kept his turnovers down. That's like that was that was the key. That was the key, man. That, and that was the key. And do you when you look at how he has played and and I guess the sloppy the sloppiness of his play in previous games. Do you put that all on just not being in shape? Yeah, I, I really do. I, I put it on not being in shape, missing training camp, missing about a month, the first month of the season, and, and just not being in flow. I, I talked to Mark Jackson, another big man, um, local Mark Jackson, not former Golden State Warriors uh, and coach Mark hey, Jackson. Hey, look, un- he's un- like, un- understand, hold, hold on before you make it. Understand something, you know. What's in up? this city, there's only one Mark Jackson. And he went okay. to, he went to right. Temple. That's that's the same that's the same way I will never call that I will he the coach of the Clippers will always be Glenn. Because in Philly there's only uh, one I, doc. See, I disagree with that. Whatever, I, man. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Uh-huh. But but what I, I was just look, I was just trying to make a clarification yeah. for your yeah. listeners. No, I hear trying you. Trying to help your people out. I understand. But, but, I appreciate but, it too. But he said he said he's not judging anything and B does until the quarter pole, until they get through mm-hmm. twenty games. Guess what they're almost to? So, almost to twenty games. Almost, almost, and and almost you heard Brett Brown yeah. say it afterwards, like we expected, you know, him to take that step, but we expected to be a Thanksgiving. It, it came a week early. It really did. It just came a week early. It just, it, and it and it did. And I guess and, and it's exciting and it's funny because we live. It's like we're in a time now where there's so many hot takes and everybody wants to be an analyst. Everybody wants to be an expert. And you sit there and you as you know, as social media makes it possible for every fan and every person, every observer to interact with each other. You know, so many people want to have these definitive answers and this like this definitive level of analysis. And you're hearing the opinions of Embiid and I'm hearing the criticisms, the criticism he gets. And it's about, you know, the, the sloppy play, the turnovers, not necessarily wanting to go down into the paint. And it's like, I feel like there are people who are, who are just rushing to like write the book, like finish the book on Joel Embiid. And then when you look at it as a whole, you step back and look at it. I'm like, this kid is 23 years old and he has still only played a total of 43 pro games. There's absolutely right. there's there's absolutely no you know at this point like the sky is the limit. We're sitting here thinking there are people out here trying to you know write the book on Embiid, and we haven't even gotten past you know the we're in the table of contents. You know, I'm reading the forward. I don't know about you. Uh, like the book, either way, the book is just open. Like we haven't even gotten you know they haven't even laid out the the storyline yet. Uh, it's, it's a pretty impressive storyline. Um, Sam Hinkie would be proud. Um, it, it, this team is going to be a problem. My, my thing is, if you could have told me they'd get through the first 15 games of the season, first 15 games of the season, yeah. 10 of those games being on the road, and you're going to face the Warriors twice, and you're going to face the Rockets twice, and you're going to have a, a winning record, 
you would sign up for that today. I'll I'll take it. And and that's where we are. They're going to have a winning record after after not and and don't they're going to have a winning record and they don't have to see the Warriors or the Rockets for the rest of the season. Exactly, exactly. And I sit here and I look at this team, and I'm, I, the thing the thing about it is it's like, the Sacramento loss was bad. The Sacramento loss was bad because it was a game that they could have won. It's a game that they should have won. So yeah, they played three bad quarters. Yeah, they, and the, you know, you, you you wish that could be different, but you know, those games are going to happen. You know, it's like this this isn't you know this once again this isn't a finished product. So there's going to be a game games like Sacramento. But you look at the Golden State game, and I'm sitting there looking at them hang with the world champions for for half of, of football. I mean football, excuse me, for half of uh, basketball. No, of yeah, course, but that's that's the Golden State mo. You yeah, know how that goes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're there. We're there. Oh, you're no longer within. Yeah. Like, but none. But nonetheless, it's like there was once a time when I didn't. Where you know I didn't think that this would be a team that could hang with with Golden State for any quarter. So you know, it's like I'm not. You say that, but I watched them play Golden State to the wire the last last year in both games. I thought. To the, they, to the wire. Last did, three games, actually. They did, but I think also Golden State also saw the Sixers on the schedule and figured this was a good time to rest, guys. You know, and I, they they didn't who they rested the Wells Fargo Center last uh, year. Did Draymond play? I think either either Dray. I want to say Dr- either Drake, either or Draymond or oh, no, Iguodala or both. I, I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody. They, I, I think, think they, they did rest Iguodala. But, but I don't yeah, think they rest anybody when they played out there. Okay. I, I think I, out there yeah. they. I don't have. I, they I, had to, I don't have it. I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, but, I don't have it in front but of me. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. But still, one team they can rest one or two guys, and they still have way more talent than the Sixers. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Completely agree. Look, but that's the fight on this team, man. That's the tough round. That's that. That we won ten games two years ago, mm. but look at us now. No, it's all. That's, no, I, I, I am under look. This for me, this is worth it. I'm sitting here right now, like you know what? Yeah. Now you know, the ten win season seems so far, like so long ago. I'm good. Watching, watching Simmons, watching Embiid, knowing that Fultz, Fultz will be here soon. Seeing the growth of Dario Sarge, watching players like McConnell and Covington. Covington's a, a, a guy two years ago. You're wondering why Covington even has a job in, in you know, right now. I mean, I wasn't. He was. He, they signed him on a super cheap deal, and, mm-hmm. and the board was he could hit the three, and you wanted to see what he could develop. It was a perfect process player. Well, I was good with Covington. I was the one that was taking all that hate. Like he's such a bum. He's not an NBA player. Mm-hmm. And they went from that to well, he'd never be a starter on a good team. And now he's so where we are now. Now he's getting his money, and, that's and playing all. and playing playing well. Playing well. He's arguably he's arguably their their, their third best player. No, I could. Well, I mean, I guess he is their third best player. Right now, yeah. Right now, yeah. yeah. Seventeen points a game, six rebounds a game. I'll take that. I'll take seventeen and six on this team. And the, and it's the percentages that get you, it's like the three point percentage and everything else. Like that's what, yeah, that's what's important. He's just right below fifty percent from three. That, yeah, I'm, I'm good. You roll with that. I'll, I'll take that. And you know, in the end, I'm. But in the end, it's like this is a, this is a guy when you know when he, he was introduced to the process. People are like, okay, who is this guy? 
Why is this guy on the team? You just thought he was – people were ready to take him and put him in the category with all the other also-rans and, and, and revolving names that came through that process. And as you're watching it as a fan, you're, you're sitting here and you're looking at it like, okay, there are, there are a lot of rotating players. There are a lot of players that are here now that will be gone tomorrow. But if a couple of them, one or two, you know, maybe more, hopefully not less. But if you can get a couple of these guys who will, you know, reach up, grab that brass ring and become and can be, you know, comparable NBA players, you're good. And you see TJ, you see TJ McConnell, you see Robert Covington and you're like, okay, those are the two guys that came up in that, you know, came up in Brett Brown's system, and it's flourishing. And yeah, TJ also had a, a rough game last yeah, night. TJ, Amir Johnson, yep. Reddick, a, a lot of players that you need to play well did not play well, and the Sixers still got to win. Yeah. And um, it's, 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 it's remarkable that that's where we are, where you don't have to play that well and you can still find ways to get Ws. I'll take you. Know? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and look and look, and look look what, what they have done so far this year. You know, they've now – they they win a game on the road on a nationally televised game where pretty much everyone except their two stars played poorly. They win a game. They've won a, they have now won a game with Embiid not on you know with with Embiid not playing. You know you look. I mean that's that's progress just from the start of this season, where that first time they sat in uh they sat Embiid they got blown out, got blown out the gym. So. It, I'm good. You know, I look at this team and I'm good. No, I'm I'm with you. I mean, you know, they they they've already. My whole thing is this: they played four home games in their first fourteen games. They went six and four on the road. Like, they, there's only two teams in basketball with more road wins than them. You know what those teams are? You know what the names of those teams are? Give them to me. The Rockets and the Celtics. Like. It's hard to win on the road. No, it it's, hard. Mm-hmm. It's, it's near impossible for a young team to win on the road. So that's why I thought they'd be, you know, four and ten, five and nine, and, and I was good. Like, it's like they'll make it up on the back end when they're when they're a well-oiled machine mm-hmm. or a better version, and they're already they're already doing those types of things. Like they, you don't have to wait till December and January to see what this team can do. They're doing it. They're doing it. It's appointment television. It is. It is. Very much so. All right, so looking forward, you've already, you know, you've already come. I was going to ask you more about uh, Robert Covington's deal, but I know, I know where you stand. You talk, you talk, you've been a, a Robert Covington guy so far this year. You know, well, let's not say this. Year. I was Robert Covington you, guy yeah, from the you, jump. Yeah, you, you, you were day one with with Robert Covington. I was like, it's, I was like, this is a new NBA. You need guys to shoot easily to get develop other skills. My issue was always he, he only shoots like. 40% or just under from the field. That's unacceptable. But he's he's up to all, he's worked on that. He finishes better in traffic at the rim. Uh, he, he does everything better than he did, you know, three years ago when they got him. All right. So so then that brings me back to, I guess, where this team goes into the future. And the question that I, I I'm, I'm looking at this division. How far ahead in the future are you trying to go? I'm, 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 right now, I'm look near future. I'm, I'm looking. Okay. At, you know, not, you know, the re- the rest will write itself, you know, and I guess for for me, you know, 
I want, yes, I want to see the playoffs, but it's like small, you know, small attainable goals first. I look at this division. I see Boston. I think Boston is in a, is just at a different level than the Sixers. And that's cool for me right now. You know, that, that that's okay. You're saying you can accept that. I, I can accept that now, you know, because once again, this is still, you know, in this chapter of the process, you know, because to me, I feel like the pro. I, I know a lot of people want to say, "Oh, the process is over. The process is is done." No, the process isn't done. The process will be done when there's a parade down Broad Street. That'll be when the process is over. You know, right now we're just in a we're just at a different point. You know, the, the whether you know whether you want to call it call it that or not. You know, the tanking is over. No, you you now have you have bona fide pieces to build around, and now you know. Now you're taking that next step into actually winning games. And I'm looking at this division. I see Boston at the top, and I feel like, all right, may, maybe it's too much to think about catching them. But I see Toronto, and they don't scare me. I see the Knicks, and yes, you know, yes, Kristaps Porzingis. It's probably, you know, I know D.L. Royce, too. I know you're listening. Yes. It looks like Kristaps Porzingis could be most improved player, and I understand that. And I mean, Kristaps is a beast. Yeah, he is. He is a beast. I, I, I don't, I don't take that from him. I'm, I get, I'm hot and cold with him, but you I'm not gonna. Hater, John. It's okay. I'm used to your hating ways. I give respect where where it's due. I give him respect. Though, I'm think... not gonna call him a bum. You know, I'm not, I'm not out here talking about Kristaps. I think... play. You know, I, I'm just. I, I won't I'm, be surprised. If... How about this? I won't be surprised if. At the end of the season, everybody but the Brooklyn division. Oh, okay. So, I guess that then brings me to, all right. If Boston is winning this division, do you could you could you see a scenario where the Sixers are in second place? Sure. I can see a scenario where the Sixers are, are a top four seed in the East. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this the other day. Uh, the coach, Jim Lyon, he's like, look, Sixers are going to be a, a top four seed. I said, I'm not going to say it like that, coach, but I can certainly see it happening. Yeah. Like, you look around the league right now, and it's a lot of parity, mm-hmm. and I, I just think it's going to be a lot of competition uh, to get into the playoffs. Um, but, it, but if Embiid and Simmons continue to, to grow and do what we think they're going to do, well, why wouldn't the, the Sixers are going to finish with more wins than I predicted. I, I thought they have, uh, what did I say, 40? 40 wins, 39 wins. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I think I said 39 wins. Um, but they, they probably have more like 44 wins, okay. 45 wins. Um, and that, that gets you, that's in that discussion uh, for top four seed. But I mean, we got a lot, we got a lot of basketball left, you know, we, we, we're not even a fifth of the way through the season yet, let alone a fourth of the way, right. 14 out of 82, but it's going to be a fun ride. It is going to be a fun ride. So given, how much fun we're going to have. Does that mean we can get you back on Best in the World Sports Support? Yeah, man. Shouldn't be a problem. Are you, you got to check out my superiors. Uh-uh. But I got to remind us, since y'all, y'all on this podcast, I, can I get my podcast on? Of course. Of course. So we got the Holding Court podcast that we do weekly. And yes. for doing all the special guests, we, last time we had the coach, Shaman, we can download that um, over on uh, NBCSportsPhiladelphia.com oh. under the podcast section. Or you can go to iTunes. Um, 
I can't remember the other apps, but <laughs> I, I tuned in all, all the, they're on all the standard apps, yeah, exactly. but it's called Holding Court. Holding Court. It's called Holding Court. And a reminder, you can stream every pregame, postgame, live show, and every Sixers game on uh, the NBC Sports, Philadelphia.com, and the NBC Sports app. So, I, I, I do that. I, I have done that. I have yeah, done like if you're on the go, you got yeah. that. People got things to do. I get it, man. But you can always have a game on. You can always have the game on. Always, always. Marshall Harris, it is always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, my friend. Hey, JB, thanks for having me. Anytime you want to get that techno beat down, you know where to, hey, look, you know where to find me. I, I, I do know where to find you. And you know what? It it might be time for us to have that rematch because I feel like you're getting a little bit too cocky. You're feeling yourself a little bit too much. You know, it 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 is what it is, man. Uh, and and it, it might be time for a rematch. But, Marshall, I do appreciate you coming on the show, my friend. All right. Anytime, man. Uh, <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, that is Marshall Harris from NBC Sports Philadelphia. Make sure you check him out on Sixers pre- and post-game show and check out uh, Holding Court, that podcast. I, I support podcasts that aren't mine, you know. like I, I can only listen to myself but so much, you know. It is what it is. But, look, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to take a quick pause for the cause. And when we come back... Once again, it is a tradition like no other. The Sit Your Ass Down Award for this week. All right, we're going to do that, and then we'll be right back and wrap things up on the Best in the World Sports Report. You're listening to the Best in the World Sports Report. Listen to this show in its entirety every Saturday at 8 a.m. on the Philly Go Flow at phillygoflow.com. You are a Philly sports fan looking for extensive coverage of your favorite local pro and college teams. Go to TotalSportsLive.com. Total Sports Live is your one-stop shop for all the news you need to know in the Philadelphia sports scene. Be sure to follow Total Sports Live on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. When you need to know Philly sports, get to know TotalSportsLive.com. My suit can still make an impression. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Best in the World Sports Report. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are back on the Best in the World Sports Report. My name is John Brown, here with Javon Offers from TotalSportsLive.com. Hit us up at any time at BITW Sports, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All right. We've come to that point in the show, my friend, where, as you like to call it, a tradition like no other. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. This is Alexa for the Best in the World Sports Report. Take a load off and sit your ass down. It is time for the Sit Your Ass Down Award. Once again, it is that award that we give out every week when you're feeling good about the Eagles and Philly sports in general. There's always somebody who blows your high, who brings you down, and just ruins your mood. And when that happens, what do you do? What do you have to do? You have to tell that person, Sit your ass down. All right. So, look, we got some nominees this week. Mm-hmm. Now, we got some nominees that, that we, we got a lot of nominees 
who've all been in this category before. We have perennial, you know, perennial. Well, except for one. Except for one, yeah. Well, he's a rookie. Well, he's a rookie, but his family knows this very well. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He yeah. knows this process very well. All right. So, honorable mention. Honorable mention goes out to the great Skip Bayless. Good old Skip. Good old Skippy. Uh, getting ready, trying to get himself mentally prepared for what the Eagles have in store for his Dallas Cowboys on Sunday. And, you know, he's just put out way too many tweets to even mention. I can't even quote, uh, quote them all, but he's just been really talking greasy this week. You know, and it's and what what make what makes what he's done sit your ass down worthy mm-hmm. is that he's talking out of both sides of his mouth. Yeah, he's trying to throw shade at the Eagles and trying to suggest that the Cowboys are better than the Eagles, all while throwing out every excuse he has as to why the Cowboys will lose on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like, hey man, pick a side, dog. Mm-hmm. You know, I put that bias away. Yeah. Well, so here's a guy who's out there openly. You know, he's not us. No. You know, we're fans. We're fans in the fact that we can afford to be fans because nobody's paying us for our, our opinions. Yeah. And even if they did, I probably they probably pay us to be fans. So we're still going to, you know, be that way. Mm-hmm. That's not what Skip Bayless is there for. No. He's supposed to be objective. Mm-hmm. And he's not objective. No. He just keeps talking greasy and reckless. Is he undisputed? I got a lot of dispute for him. That's all I do. In fact, it should be called disputing. Disputing. <laughs> Real disputing. Real yeah, it, it's it's you know that I, I got nothing but dispute for Skip Bayless. I think we all do over the years. But you know, nonetheless, he's playing himself. He's just out there playing himself out here. You know, trying to throw shade at the team that's eight and one. Because and and and, and, and let's be real here. Let's keep it real here and let's talk exactly where Skip Bayless is coming from. Skip Bayless wants so hard for the Eagles to crash and burn so he can so they can be in the same boat as the Cowboys. Like this is twofold. Not only does Skip Bayless want to see this team fail. Mm-hmm. You know how earlier in the show we were talking about how we want to win championships. Yeah. <laughs> we want to win titles rings skip bayless wants failures he doesn't want you know he wants the eagles so bad to do what the cowboys did last year which is you know come out the you know come out the gates firing mm-hmm. 13 and 3 right then falter in the playoffs and then fall, come back to earth the next year so he wants them to be the accident that's waiting to happen. Yeah, that's like what he Stephen wants. Smith yeah, cause, cause we're because at this point, not only are we enjoying the fact that the Eagles are 8-1, and one, mm-hmm. but we're also enjoying the fact that the Cowboys are a train wreck. Exactly. The Cowboys are an utter failure. The, the, the Cowboys weekend right now are just showing that, you know, last year was a fluke. Yeah. So, you know, as much as, you know, Skip Bayless is out here talking because he want you know he wants us to believe that the Cowboys are for real, but they're not, mm-hmm. and they're proving that they're not. Mm-hmm. So now he wants the Eagles to be in that same boat. Exactly. So he's out there just throwing shade. 
And that's why Skip Bayless is, you know, he's on the list. As honorable mention. There's honorable mention. Which brings us to the actual real nominees. It gets better. Yeah, because Skip Bayless is not even a nominee for as greasy mm-hmm. as he's talking. <laughs> you you know this must be good. So moving on is a person that who has been on this list a couple of times. And that is Miss Britt McHenry. A repeat offender. A repeat offender. A habitual line stepper. Someone who's always on this list talking greasy. And it's usually she's talking greasy about the same stuff. And the same person. The same stuff and the same person. So she gets on here every week. One, you know, It's like, how can one person be so wrong so often about the same subject? Why do you even want to hear Britt McHenry talk about Colin Kaepernick? It makes me wonder how she worked at ESPN. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, it, it makes the fact that they got rid of her and they fired her. Yeah. You know, other than the fact that she likes to harass uh, tow truck uh, workers. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was messed But, up. you know, nonetheless... It just puts that into perspective. But once again, here she is out here talking wrong again, mm-hmm. finding herself back on the list, finding herself once again being in the running to be told to sit your ass down. You know, it is what it is. So here's the tweet that, that, that got me. As you know, GQ magazine named Colin Kaepernick uh, citizen the citizen of the, of the year, not man of the year, not football player of the year, whatever, citizen of the year. Because, you know, it's like for what he's done. Yeah. You know, and and the causes that he has taken up. And, and the conversation and the work, he yeah, has started. And the work that he has done. Mm-hmm. And her, so she is all in her feelings because J.J. Watt did, was not in it. And then honestly, just to listen to her talk, she doesn't give a damn about J.J. Watt. No. She doesn't give a damn about J.J. Watt or J.J. Watt's cause. No. And then she's just, and she's putting people in a position. To pick. To have to pick between the two. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessary. No. Not at all. You know, what J.J. Watt did was great. Yeah. And it, and, and it was cool. And had J.J. Watt won, I honestly wouldn't have a problem with yeah, it. Yeah, me either. You know, it's no like... One, it, no one would. No, no one would have a problem. No, you know, like this... Like, she's trying... This is the problem that I have with Kaepernick critics. They try to hide. They try to hide their phony issue mm-hmm. behind real issues yep. and real topics because they feel like the real topic gives legitimacy to their topic. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem: what J.J. Watt did for the hurricane victims is great. Yeah, is awesome, and there's nothing bad, nothing negative you can say about that. No, not at all. You know, so it's like, so let's. Let's not use what J.J. Watt did and the efforts that he made and the money that he raised as a way to bring any sort of legitimacy to Brickman Henry's wrong, loud speaking behind. Because she's just she's once again just showing her determination to once again be on the wrong side of history. As always. As she as always. As always, once again, Brick McHenry on the wrong side of history, talking about how you know J.J. Watt raised thirty-seven million dollars for Hurricane Harvey victims, thirty-seven million. But Kaepernick refused to stand for our national anthem a year ago and a citizen of the year. Whatever, get out your feelings, Brick. <laughs> get out your feelings. All right, this is a bogus take. Bogus. Yeah, she was on Fox Business what? and said Colin Kaepernick didn't even do an interview for GQ. So what? He's not speaking out. He took a knee again 
a year ago. Kaepernick is unemployed. Brickman Henry doesn't want to hear what Kyle. He's suing the NFL for collusion. Let's let's be clear. Let's be clear. Brickman Henry has no ear for Colin Kaepernick's cause, but or what Colin Kaepernick Colin Kaepernick's actions. And there's a big difference between having no ear for it and Colin Kaepernick not saying anything, not doing anything. Because you can you can choose to ignore. Like here's the problem. Like let's stop acting like Colin Kaepernick hasn't done anything. Mm -hmm. Brickman Henry just doesn't care. Exactly. Brickman Henry has an agenda that she wants to push. And it's not patriotism. I mean, how can you it's I, not. I mean, how can you not? I mean, yeah. he didn't necessarily speak, but they did a whole behind the scenes. The yeah. man is with the yeah. kid. The man is with the kids. You think they didn't ask any questions? They definitely did. Come on, yo. It's you don't like, go look, to no magazine interview with Don't and you, and, you, and you just and you just sit there being silent. She's such a fraud, man. She is. Cap She's is with fraudulent the, in her. Cap is with the kids, man. Cap's with the kids. Britt McHenry's with the uh, with the rich fat cats. Right. It, it says it says Colin Kaepernick visits Harlem for his GQ Men of the Year moment. You think uh, Britt McHenry's ever been to Harlem? No. You think Britt? I mean, if she has, probably been to like one of them gentrified uh, neighborhoods. Where, uh, what do they call Central Park West? Yeah. Yeah, that's where she's been. Had a little uh, probably one of those. An espresso or something. Yeah, you know, what I mean, maybe got frappuccino and got her little French uh, French nails done. Some, you know, some little foo foo place. Not caring about the issues, whatever. Because Britt McHenry has no issues. She has no cause. What is? What, what is? Honestly, let, let, let's be real. Britt McHenry doesn't represent the troops. No. Britt McHenry doesn't represent the military. No, what, McHenry, what, what cause Britt McHenry does she, technically doesn't yeah, have a job for real. For yeah. Real. Well, what what causes Britt McHenry have? None. Britt McHenry needs to sit, sit your ass down. That's why go. she's on the list. But That's she's not. Cost. She's not the winner. Nope. She's not the winner. Surprisingly. No. There's there's even more. Look. Hey, like I said earlier, our next nominee, nominee number two. He's a rookie. Is a uh, well. He's not even a rookie. He's he, he's a pre rookie. Yeah, she's a pre rookie. Pre rookie out there. Look, his family knows this list though. Yes. Leangelo Ball is on the list. Leangelo. Lee and the middle child, not D'Angelo, like the singer, Lee Angelo, Lee Angelo. Um, he's on the list out there in China stealing stuff. What's wrong with you, son? Look, that I mean, that belongs that gets you on the list, you know, just all together because it's wrong. What he did was messed up. What he did was jacked up. It is what it is. All right. You know, it's uh. I mean, once again, it just it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not even sure what he stole. I heard it was like some Louis Vuitton stuff or yeah. you know, whatever. And here's the thing about this whole situation. And we've talked about the Ball family. I've talked about the Ball family. And, you know, you can say whatever you want about his sneakers, the choices that he's made with the sneakers and what they want to do, the brand. But nonetheless, I feel like that's... Pop-up shops. Yeah. Well, the whole thing about it is, you know, that's their decision. Right or wrong, whatever, they did what they did. They took a flyer on a business idea. I'm not here to crush the idea that they had for their business. Exactly. But nonetheless, the problem is, all right, they have decided that their niche is going to be high-end sneakers. Yep. So you're marketing yourself to rich people. That's what you, you know, that's what you're doing. You know, you want to, and you want to present, when you're doing that, you want to present yourself and present your product to these people like you understand what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Or if, if you want to call, like like being rich means you're going through something, I, I don't know, whatever. 
whatever, you know. But but nonetheless, it's like, look, okay, you want to present your product like it comes from one of them, you know, just like you know, poor people don't necessarily want products made by rich people who don't seem to understand being poor. Exactly. Rich people don't want rich products by people who don't know how to be rich. Yep. So if you're if your business is high end sneakers, you can't be out in the street stealing stuff, man. Yeah. So it's like look, man, all right. Let's 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 keep it real. Let's be honest. People want very much you know, unfortunately when you are a young African American commodity, whether it be entertainment, whether it be athletics, whatever it is that puts you in the public eye, there's always going to be people, you know, th they want to label you a lot worse, right. but at the very least, they want to call you a thug. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like the one thing, like you hear so many people, like how many times have you heard people just loosely throw out that word thug? A lot. You know, it, it, and it doesn't matter who it is, you know, it, it, it doesn't, like I've heard Tiger Woods be called a thug. Tiger Woods a thug. And Charles Barkley. And Elroy thug. is nowhere near it. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so but but the but nonetheless and it's like that's the word they want to use whenever an African American athlete Gets is not trouble. acting the way they feel he, he should, should act. Right. You know, so once again you're you know, it's like there's gonna be people, you know, the balls come from a two parent household yep. from suburbia. Yep. You know, they're not thugs. You know, it, it, look, you know, they, they might be just like mo most families. I mean, look, man, look, I live in the suburbs, too. I ain't no thug. I know a couple. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, it, 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 that's not me. That's not right. my life. I'm not about that life. Mm -hmm. But I know a couple you people. Know a couple. I, I, I know some people. I mean, look. Things happen. Uh, look, look, look where we are now. Yeah, right. <laughs> You know, if, if we was if we were looking for that if we were looking for that element, we wouldn't have to go far. No. All right. But nonetheless, it's like, look, that's not our life. Mm -hmm. That's not my life. That's not your life. No. Nope. You know, we two. You know, we two men right here, two professional men, college degrees. You know. You know, living our lives. That's our life. I'm a father of four. I ain't no thug. <laughs> I got kids to feed. I feed kids with a real job. You know. I pay taxes. You understand? I had Starbucks this morning. It was good. Cold brew. Skim milk. Shot of vanilla. You said that very serious again. <laughs> it is what it is. I wear flip-flops. Not right now. I got my no, J's yeah. on right now, but still. I got J's yep. that I bought. Lots of them. Probably too many. <laughs> But That's nonetheless, right, they want to label they want to label you a thug. Mm -hmm. So if you are, you know that your target audience is looking for a reason to call you a thug, and you out there overseas stealing, yeah. You messing yourself up, dog, and that's why that's why Leangelo Ball gets his whole family put on the list. Yeah, he forgot he he forgot that what his dad has created yeah. is a, a company, and yeah. he's now. A part of that company. He's a part. Yes, he's he, he, a, is a, he is a spokesman. He's not a regular kid anymore, and that's sad to say. He's not a regular college kid, but no. he's now no. And he he did something. He he did something stupid. And there's a good there's a good chance 
that had it not been Leangelo Ball and you know just the the media circus and the attention that mm-hmm. they get, yeah, there's a good chance that maybe this could have blown over. Yeah, like this, you know, they could have got caught, slap on the wrist. Yeah, that's it. Whatever, but it is who they are. Mm-hmm. So now they they had to make a bigger deal yeah, out of exactly. This. You know that that could you know that that could have played a role, mm-hmm. but Leangelo Ball is not the winner. No, the winner, and we and 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 this reason why first, Leangelo this, Ball this, is this on the list is because he dragged this man into the list. Yes, or he or the man put himself into. He the put conference. his man. He put him. He this man used Leangelo Ball to put himself on the list. Yes, and he is our winner this week, ladies first and gentlemen. Time. First time, although. Really, he's yeah. like a life. He's he's a first time, but he should be like a lifetime yeah. achievement award winner. Yeah, the winner of this week's sit your ass down award is our president, Donald J. Trump. Forty five, number forty five, four five, coming back like Jordan. Yeah, I I look at Donald Trump. Uh, he's like the LeBron James of sit your ass down. Mm-hmm. Like you look at, you know, you, you look at LeBron James and like there's a reason why LeBron James doesn't win the MVP award every year. Right. Because when you look at he's it, that good. he's that good that he could win every year. Right. So I've tried not to give the award to President Trump. Yeah. Because if we you get, because yeah, I feel we, like yeah, you we've could, tried. Yeah. He could always win. Mm-hmm. There's no reason, you know, every week he's giving us ammunition to tell yes. him, sit your ass down. Mm-hmm. But this week, he he is the winner yep. because he jumped in, and and honestly, he won the award this morning. Yeah, he won the award this morning. You know, Leangelo might have won. Mm-hmm. Leangelo had the award in his grasp. Like if this is Leangelo's hand right here next to me, touching the mic, if that was Leangelo's hand, mm-hmm. the award was in his hand. It was in his grasp. But the president swooped down. Yes. When he swooped down and he helped free Leangelo. He Supposedly. Won't, he won't free Meek, but he'll free Leangelo. Supposedly. Yeah, whatever. Supposedly yeah. he free Leangelo. Yeah, yeah whatever. Whatever. <laughs> so he goes out here, and he's back on Twitter, on the Twitter streets, mm-hmm. talking, basically begging for some thanks. You know, talking about will they thank him. And I'm just looking at him like, there you go. He finally won. Let, let, let me give this man his award. You got his tweet? Are you, did you just call it up? Yeah, I'm scrolling. Okay. Right Whatever. Well, here's, you know, he wins. He he is the winner. Because he's out here once again begging for a level of respect that he himself has never shown. Yes, he said. Uh, okay, what you got? He said, do you think the three UCLA basketball players will say thank you, Doc? Will they thank you, President Trump? They were headed for ten years in jail! Exclamation point. Maybe, and and I guess this is this is why he wins the award because in a way, President Trump is absolutely right. Mm-hmm. He's not wrong. No, you know, if what he said helps, you know, resolve this issue, get those boys out of China, mm-hmm. and you know, back in the States and keep them out of the system, whatever, however you want to call it. If that is true and he played a role in that, then yes. You know what? They do owe him a debt of thanks. Right. They owe him some thanks. However, 
like I said, Donald Trump is always asking for a level of respect that he himself has never shown. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he has never shown that level of respect to anyone makes it just seem so disingenuous that when he says it, the fact, despite the fact that he's absolutely right, I don't care. You know, it's like, yes, they do. Oh, you, know, you want to give him thanks? Yeah, all right. But you butthurt that they haven't hurt. You know, they haven't thanked you yet. Right. And once again, do you have that tweet right there in front of you yet? Mm -hmm. What time did he tweet that? 10, 11 a.m. 10, 11 a.m. So that's East Coast time. Mm -hmm. 7, 11 a.m. West, West Coast, Coast time. So who knows what time that is in China? Right. When they were flying. Probably, <laughs> when they were. So. Probably still flying back. Or if not, they were so back you, at school. You, so. but, you butt hurt on the plane because they didn't thank you when their phones is probably on airplane mode. Exactly. I mean, really, that's what they get. So, and they eventually did thank him, by the way. Yeah. So it's just like, look, it makes it disingenuous, right? It just makes yeah, it, it makes it look weird. Like yeah. you say, you thank me, and then they come out and say, it's like you didn't even give him a chance, right? It's like you remember when, like, like when you were a kid and your parents do something for you, mm -hmm. and before you get a chance to say anything, they well, what do you say, right? It was like, thank, I was going to say thank, thank you. you. I was going to say thank you. Thank you. Just, you. you just and it's like, yeah, you didn't allow me to say it. You know, like we've all been there as kids. We've all had that moment. But nonetheless, I mean, it just, it, it just. There, you have your award now, President Trump. Congratulations. You, my friend. You, Mr. President. All right. Sit it's your ass down. All right. Hey, let us know what you think of today's show. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at BITW Sports. Once again, that is at BITW Sports. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at BITW Sports. All right, we want to thank people who, uh, we want to thank y'all for listening to today's show. Yeah, we All right? appreciate it. We appreciate it. Thank you for everyone who checked us out on Facebook Live. Yeah. All right. If you checked us out, the podcast will be available on iTunes. Mm hmm. Apple Podcasts, just search The Best in the World Sports Report. Mm -hmm. We're available on SoundCloud.com. Yep. SoundCloud.com slash B-I-T-W Sports. Mm -hmm. My name is John Brown. This is my friend, Jovan Alford from Total Sports Live. Jovan, what is on Total Sports Live right now? Um, Got a lot of uh, hockey stuff up there. Got a lot of hockey Caitlin stuff. Caitlin Hemsley yes, doing yes. her thing. Yes, she really, Caitlin, what's yes, good? She is doing her thing. Caitlin right is now. a monster. Yes, she is. <laughs> I love Caitlin. We got we got flyers. Um, Got some NBA stuff up there. Talking about Eric Bledsoe and how, you know, his move come, affects the Bucks in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Um, I like that trade. Yeah, it was a good trade. I like that trade. Don't like Eric Bledsoe because he once said that Kentucky could beat the Sixers. Yeah, it was a little disrespectful. Yeah, it was disrespectful. So that's why when people were talking about trading, I'm like, whatever. But that is a good trade. That, yeah. is, that is a good trade for them. So we got that on the site, and obviously we'll have some more stuff uh, for the rest of this week. Obviously, Eagles get back started, so we'll have some Eagles stuff. And hopefully we'll get some Sixers stuff. Obviously with Covington, you know, going to, you know, get the contract extension. So we'll have something up on that. All right. All right. So once again, that is totalsportslive.com. Mm -hmm. Check them out. Uh, check them out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, too. Well, are you on Instagram? Yeah, but we haven't, like, been on there in, like, years. Come on, man. You got to step your social media game up, man. You young, man. Are, are y'all on, like, Snapchat? No. Nah. 
right. I, I know what I'm going to do now. I, I got to sit here and lecture my man on, on, on this. All right. Hey, look, once again, enjoy your weekend. If you're listening to us on phillygoflow.com, mm-hmm. just remember early morning 80s is next. Yep. All right. You got your 80s music. Get your jerry curl juice out. All right. It's that time. It, it is that time. Put that neon pants on. Yeah, man. Yeah, get get your cardboard out. Start breakdancing. Put your, put your, put your uh, sweatbands on. Yeah. Your wristbands. Yeah, exactly. Start pop-locking. Can you pop-lock? Nah. No, nah, I need a canine. It's all right. Hey, once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for checking out the best in the world sports support. Shout out to my man, Patrick Manley, uh, and phillygoflow.com. Shout out to everybody. We'll uh, check us out on Facebook Live. We appreciate that. Yes, we, might we do. Even, let's do this again next week. Yep. All right? All right. All right. Hey, we out, y'all. Peace. You're listening to the Best in the World Sports Report. Listen to this show in its entirety every Saturday at 8 a.m. on the Philly Go Flow at phillygoflow.com.